0: This episode is brought to you by Loot Crate. Would you classify yourself as a geek, gamer, or a pop culture nerd, then this is the subscription box for you. For less than $20 a month, you get six to eight items of gamer and pop culture licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one of a kind items, and more. Make sure to head to lootcratecom KF Games and under code KF Games to save $3 on any new subscription. Not that long ago, and depending on where you live, not so far away, Loot Crate blasted off into a voyage across the galaxy, searching the far reaches of space to find universally awesome gear. Using December's Star Wars The Force Awakens loot as the launch pad, we we landed on some equally cosmic items from Halo 5 and more. With an exclusive Funko Pop and an exclusive shirt in this month's crate, this is the loot that you're looking for. Basically, Loot Crate's like a friend who knows what you love and surprises you with an awesome present every month. You have until the 19th at 9pm Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate, and when that cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. So go to LootCrate.com slash KFGames and enter code Games to save $3 on your new subscription today. And now you can showcase your geek chic style with Level Up, a monthly mystery apparel subscription from Loot Crate. You can get two different pairs of high-quality socks, one to two fashionable accessories, or a wearable item like a long sleeve shirt or lounge pants. Same themes as Loot Crate every month, and it serves as a great companion to your loot because there's no repeats. Each month's theme is inspired by all your favorite Pop Culture brands like Star Wars, Doctor Who, and Fallout 4, and often contain high-quality exclusives. So go to LootCrate.com slash KFGPromo to learn more. Use code KFG promo to save 10%. This month's theme is galaxy with Star Wars items, perfect for Jedi, Padawans, Rebels, and serious fans of Star Wars. And serious fans. Of- What's up, guys? Welcome to the first ever episode forty-nine of the Kind of Funny Games cast. As always, I'm Tim Gettys, joined by two of the coolest dudes in video games, Colin Moriarty and Greg Miller, and the other one. Anthony Carboni.
1: Hello. Hey, I'm the other one. Yeah.
0: Right, are, I would give there you. There are
1: three people in video games. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they just all suck. I put you,
0: you're like the coolest dude in like just science and stuff. You're the cool uh,
1: science guy. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I think that's untrue too, but thank you.
0: It's gonna be it's it's
1: it's a good time. It goes so,
2: Ken Ham and then Anthony Carboni. Uh-huh. In Bill Nye's of, somewhere. in the halls of science. Right, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Ken Ham. Bill Nye.
2: No. Ken Ham, Anthony the... Carboni. Uh, Isaac Newton The Mythbusters um, And then uh, Albert Einstein The Mythbusters Where's my boy? Stephen Dave where's Mythbusters The He's not, <laughs> a, the Mythbusters. He's not the on the list He yeah. doesn't <laughs> make the cuts No Bill Nye doesn't make the cut I don't know That's about harsh that. man yeah. That's a harsh I way saw, to I him. once ran into Bill Nye At New York Comic Con What does, he does that mean? He was surrounded by Almost literally ran into him People okay. just right, chanting okay. Bill He was Bill, at Bill. some panel I was going to I think our panel maybe And he was surrounded By this entourage Which I found myself like Caught in For like a moment As it was walking through And he was like Literally like It was like Literally like this for like two seconds and I was yeah. like oh man
0: and that was the moment you're and like you're not you're,
2: cool. you're off the list yeah. Bill now you're done you're no Ken Ham
1: wow
0: <laughs>
2: real talk Damn. I'm okay for people that don't know Ken Ham he's a creationist mm. and uh, they, Bill Nye and Ken Ham debate. debated and it was the fucking funniest thing i would ever seen in my life yeah so this is so a show good. where we talk about video games
1: this is a show sometimes about Ken we Ham and science. the creation versus evolution
0: debate uh, you know all that stuff go to patreon.com slash games to get the show early or Go to youtube.com slash games to get the show not early. Good. The next week. I That's like all,
1: that. It's, it's all simplified. Easy.
3: Yeah,
0: exactly. It's good. Where can they find your stuff?
1: Uh, my stuff, uh, We Have Concerns, is the podcast I do with Jeff Kanata every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at WeHaveConcerns.com. And then uh, I am on YouTube, youtube.com slash carboni, which I have just started a Patreon for, which is patreon.com slash carboni. Look mm, at synergy.
0: us. Synergy. So much Patreon, so much YouTube. It's good. You ain't
1: cool mm. unless you have two Patreons, is what mm. I heard. It's I heard true. all the cool kids have it's two true. Patreons. Mm. Yeah, it's exactly. very true. All right. So... First topic of the
0: day, we got a boy here, one of the coolest dudes in video games, aka Trending Gamer, aka Game of the Year,
1: aka Big Trend Daddy. Yeah, exactly. AKA Big Trend Daddy. Yeah, I like that. I like that. So I
0: want the topic to be the Game Awards, right? But specifically, like we could talk about, you know, Witcher Three One. There was a couple announcements, which of course
3: your boy Greg Miller predicted, mm. beat Collins' ass in a in a bet. It surprised me too, though.
1: Witcher 3 surprised me too. Yeah.
3: Yeah. The argument was back in the day between Colin and I is that mm-hmm. I said on a Colin and Greg live that Witcher 3 would win a game of the year award. And he said, "No it won't." And then we listed on the boards just 10 a, just 10 a? sites, mm-hmm. 10 sites. I was like, "From one of these 10 sites or programs or whatever, this it's going to be your video. finest
1: moment." I've not been having a good not year. Not your <laughs> finest moment. And then number 1 at bat Jeff Keeling there you, it is. You had, yeah. to, you had to have known that the odds were against you on that Oh, no, line. I did,
2: but I, I like making bold bold assertions. So the, that if you get it, you can say you right. were right. Exactly. And, and like, if yeah.
0: I'm wrong, we just throw in the pile. I mean, who cares? <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, obviously, there's a lot of announcements. We you know, well, uh, Independent game, Rocket League. Right. So, Huge. congrats. Yeah. Very, very cool. We saw that was Psychonauts a good 2. Slate.
1: That was a good slate of indie games. It, was. it
0: was. Psychonauts 2 announced. Yep.
1: Big deal. <laughs> Big, deal.
0: Big some people would be happy about yeah. that.
2: Shadow Complex. Yep, I was really excited yep. to see that coming mm. back. Hopefully it's a harbinger of things
0: to come in terms of uh, a sequel. Mm. Yep. Walking Dead Michonne.
3: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: I like that this is, this is working out. Shaq Fu Legend Reborn. No, my God. That was no great. one's excited about my that. My God. Not what? even Shaq. It, it is going to be Why? fire, though. Of course. Shaq so. was awesome. I don't you... know. I, I didn't like that. Oh, I, what? The game. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm like, saying Shaq I, I don't fun. think the game is doing what it should be doing. Like, I don't I, even think it's hitting that light. I
1: just like the shack model's traps. Uh huh. Like he he had these shoulder they put these shoulders on the shack model. Yeah, shoulders got on top like this, of shoulders. Yeah, it was just like fourteen like they were just like, How many muscles can we put on the human body? <laughs> Do All it. All of them. <laughs> All of the
0: muscles. Telltale's Batman game. Exciting. Some Jesus people are excited, some people aren't
1: excited. I'm, i
2: I tweeted out a picture of Fonzie jumping the shark, uh, because Telltale needs to just disappear for a little while. I, I'm getting sick of it.
1: Can I tell you why I'm excited about it? Please do, because uh, as the Arkham games have gone on farther and farther, uh, and they become more about like how many people can Batman punch in the face within 13 seconds, sure, um, or how many rockets can he shoot out of his car. I like the idea of a Telltale game that can maybe give a little bit of depth and credence to the actual detective part of it mm, and mm, to the Bruce Wayne part of it, mm, which is very completely much so. missing from the Arkham series. So that's kind of why I'm interested in it. It's but I wh- see where you're coming from on the, it's on the too Telltale much. fatigue. It's too much. It's, it's the same much.
3: reason I was excited when they announced the Marvel
1: games, is the fact yeah. that
3: now you can take these and have them in a more comic booky way, mm-hmm. where I'm going to be reading along, making choices, be internalizing what I'm about to do and what happens when I go without,
1: on. Without a Telltale game, you can't make, like a, for instance, like a Spider-Man game that has like what some of the most iconic Spider-Man scenes of all time, which is like Peter and Mary Jane talking about whether he really has to take on so much, sure. or, like sure, sure, Ant-Man, like sure, all sure, this. stuff. Sure. So, you know, this you can really get into the more human side of It can, be a, story. It can be a cool yeah.
3: story, yeah.
0: And it, Greg always says, but it's just like you just don't need to play the ones, play the IPs that you like, and mm-hmm. not the other ones.
2: Yeah, I just, but, I just, I mean, we don't have to get into and it. And just right try now. to forget yeah. about we, we that about about it. Jurassic it. Park one they made. Just forget that. I remember, I remember that was right before the Walking Dead, and that was not a good sign. Yeah, not a good time at all. But I just, I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, I really do feel like that studio is, you know, that is going to fall off a cliff one day. Like, it's just, like, like I just, I, I eventually feel like it's just, it's it, too much. It it's can't too keep much.
1: going with the games being as similar as they are. You're right. Cause right now they have an engine, they plug content into it. And we're going to get to a point where everybody's like, oh, I know what a Telltale game is. And I'm not very interested mm-hmm. anymore. And they'll have to switch it up again. I don't, I think they've got a couple years before they have to do that.
2: Yeah. Neo, Neo gap's not always in, indicative of, of mainstream, um, View, uh, views on on games, but I remember when that was announced, I immediately went there just to read what they were saying, and it was very mixed. Some people were excited, some people were like, Jesus Christ. And one of the things I was talking about on PS I Love You that I didn't realize, having not played a Telltale game in a couple of years, really, but reading a lot about it, is that the, for a lot of people, like, their shit's still broken, and yeah. um, eating saves, or just chugging along, but whatever it is, and to me, it's just like, I wish they would just disappear and, like, really hone you know the engine and make it you know run better because i was under the assumption that it was better at mm-hmm. this point but apparently for a lot of people it isn't and and so i don't know i just it's just like it, when you see too much of anything from some from someone or from something i just i don't care if it's like different ip it's too much yeah you know I, it, it's just it, who who wants um uh an album from their favorite band three times a year like who really wants that? Yeah. You know, because because then it make like then it's not special anymore. That's not interesting. Telltale's not special anymore. They were really special with The Walking Dead. You know, and I don't I don't feel like I mean this I isn't the like topic, the so I don't. We can yeah. save
3: it for another time. But I mean, the argument just is is like my favorite band isn't Telltale. It's Walking Dead. Right. It's Tales from the Borderlands, and I'm not going to get another Tales from the Borderlands for two years, if ever. Mm. I won't get. I, you know, I mean, I'm not going to get to see another glimpse into Clementine's life, if ever, for what another year probably best case scenario instead i get three i get a three episode arc about michonne that fits into the comic that's Mm -hmm. happening right now i'm like oh fuck that's awesome
0: Mm -hmm. uh rock band vr We saw that for the first time so it's a a brilliant idea Mm -hmm. yeah uh new uncharted trailers far cry primal quantum break stuff like that We know right Mm -hmm. then uh nintendo did the we got reggie doing the nice uh, Uh, a lot lot of tribute tribute. very nice which was very Very nice very awesome moment. Um, but yeah, so okay, th- that's pretty much it. Game Awards. We've talked before on Colin Greg Live and other things about how we thought about that. I want to hear your story, Greg. Sure. Tell me. You were
3: there. I was there, Tim. You were watching won. on the internet. You I was there. I was there in oh, the seats. you do seats. a thing there? In the seats. Yeah, <laughs> I <it> was. Winning. <laughs> Hold on my hand. Winning. Trending Game of the Year. Yeah, that's right. Thank you all for your support. Big Daddy Trend. It's the first time we've done this Big. podcast since then. Thank you all for getting out there and voting. That, that, that was what I think my favorite part of it was is that I ran into so many familiar faces and friends there and this, that, and the other, and if you weren't following along with us as kids tweeted me, like, hey, you have 67% of the vote right now. Like, you look all in total biscuits behind you with 14 or whatever the hell it was. Or It looked like I was going to win. I'd actually think about it. When you got there and you talked to normal people, like uh, the Mustards from Chair or whatever, or walking in, even with Troy Baker. I'm walking in with Troy, and I'm talking to Troy or whatever. And it was very much like, oh, well, congratulations on the nomination. Don't worry about it. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, wait. Just wait for it. You know what I mean? Because, like, like, we...
1: Well, every, was everybody there? Just like there's, there's no way, like you. Well, I mean, because
3: I mean, it was way I was setting it up too yeah. a little bit. i was just okay. like, oh, it's, like, like oh, you came. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm nominated. Like, oh, I didn't even know. What are you nominated for? Trending gamer. What's that? Know, pop, most popular gamer, gamer of the year kind of thing. Oh, who are you against? PewDiePie and Total Biscuit. Okay, never <laughs> well, heard. of Good them. shot. Yeah, never you know I mean? heard. The of The kid from South Park versus you, the guy who just was drunk screaming about Batman Superman. Yeah, I'm sure you're gonna give it a best effort out there. You know what I mean? And so. That I mean, on paper, uh, we t- I, the story I was telling, you know, from back in the day, the day I got nominated, was Tim and I sitting there at the kitchen table, and I was like, I want this, but should we go for it? Because I don't know if we can do it. I don't know if, uh, you know what I mean? Because it could have easily been at some point that... Judy Pie or Total Biscuit could have been like, "Hey, everybody, vote for me in this,"
1: mm-hmm. and then it would have been a you know Over, game changer, yeah. a different thing. Sorry, I know you'll put it back symmetric. Uh, you know, but, but I think it says something. I mean, a lot of these guys, yeah, like yes, they have a bigger audience. Yes, they're pulling in more raw numbers. Like yes, like the media comes to them yeah, for their yeah. for their sound bites or whatever. But I think it says a lot about like you and you guys and your connection to the community and like your connection to the people that actually watch the things you view. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I totally...
3: No, that's... I mean, that's what I... For me, this was like not only an amazing end cap to what 2015 was for us, it was like that... Culmination and statement of how powerful our community is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That we do have this community of best friends, and it can be that like, hey, I want this. I, I was very open that I wanted this. You know what I mean? And yeah. that I, well, I was, I was campaigning. Like, there were so many people that were all bent out of shape on Twitter that night, right? Of like, of, or even afterwards, i was just like, oh, IGN clearly bought this forum. I think you think it's funny. <laughs> and I'm like, you can like, I, and I only responded to IGN one-
1: bought
4: it. <laughs> okay, a way, parting gift. Way to keep up. Way to keep I up. Get, I
3: only only responded to one person about it. i'm like hey man i understand because he wasn't being like offensive about it yeah. he was just calling to question how this could have possibly happened and i'm like i dig that but like all the metrics and analytics are public you yeah. just search the hashtags and see what's well, up well that's the mm-hmm. thing is
0: like i was telling you that like i saw so many people that were just kind of like like not our people mm-hmm. just people that were coming in and being like eh. mm-hmm. and they're posting all these screenshots of analytics that they were searching for like trending searches and stuff and then your hashtag was like spiking way above everyone else's it's like the proof is there Yeah, yeah, yeah. like this is not there's no voting there's no one I mean this is like actual
3: yeah this is fan voted it was a popularity contest and the way I kept describing it to people and you laughed earlier at a Simpsons joke Mm -hmm. is that it was very much I thought of like when Bart ran for class president Mm -hmm. where one for Martin and two for Martin you know what I mean (laughs) everyone assumed Pewds or somebody else would win so why even bother voting meanwhile I'm like everybody
1: vote for me let's do this and everybody got behind because like you said you started off this whole anecdote with I wanted this yeah and then you you went for it like you wanted it. Yeah, yeah. Was it you that was that was retweeting? Somebody was retweeting and I fucking loved it every time I saw it. It was just somebody was kept retweeting every tweet that said who's Greg Miller. No, I didn't do that wasn't it. Somebody me. was doing it and I loved it. It was just like who's Greg Miller? I only saw one
3: come through and I just responded Trending Gamer of the Year, period. What's so. up?
1: You <laughs> big trend daddy. I but, want th- I'm trying to make that stick. Okay. I, like we, I think yeah. we can make that stick. Yeah, but that
3: was the thing. It was it was like night and day before and after. Because mm-hmm. like when I came in, right, like Steimer and I check in we get our badges we walk in with Troy and Laura and we're coming in and we, they're like oh let's get on the red carpet and Troy was a presenter so he and he's also a huge name so he had like a handler right mm-hmm. and so like I didn't have a handler I was like dropped in there like here's your ticket alright great so like we just kind of merged my group into their group it it's like hey yeah okay real voice actors who are doing things so, like yes lady we're running with them so we get to the red carpet and it's we're stacked in this line and it's me and then cliff Blazinski and Laura behind us then it's uh uh, uh Sean Layden like all these different people are in, in line or whatever right and then we're almost to the front of the red carpet and the whole walk up to this the 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 handler has had kept saying all right cool and if you're not gonna walk the red carpet you can just come with me over here and we'll go behind this thing and, da-da, and like nobody would move she's like all right and then like finally as we got like to the like diving board moment she's like so do you want to come with me? Are you going to walk the? Record? I'm like yes. I'm nominated. I don't no. know how many times. I'm not joking. I'm really. Supposed why to would be- I
1: stop here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah, yeah, all yeah. the places to yeah, stop, yeah, yeah. why would I make this the line?
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so uh, Laura Bailey, Troy, Cliff, everybody's there or whatever, and like they're about to all go, and then it was like, wait, hold on. And, like a guy runs up with a little headset, and he's like, "Hey, sorry, everybody. Uh, Dead mouse is about to come through," and uh, they're like, "The uh, we need to get the person uh, Camilla Lettinsen. She's about to present an award. We need to get all those people through." And quiet for Metal Gear stuff. Steph- and so it's like they brought all these real people yeah. in so then we're all just standing there awkwardly because these people are like presenting or doing something dead mouse is eating a sandwich on the red carpet doesn't give a shit clearly you know what I mean and like I have this moment where I'm standing there and they bring Stephanie in next to me quiet from Metal Gear and I look over and we make eye contact and I'm like hi and she's like hi I follow you on Twitter and I'm like I know I follow you too and like this is awesome we're finally meeting and I'm like, oh. so then I go down this red carpet and people actually stop and take photos and ask me about what's happening I get interviewed by a couple of different people and different things like people. variety yeah variety interviews me I've never yeah. saw it go to the print so I don't worry about it then i make IGN interview me <laughs> really yes <laughs> Who did it really? It was joshua jo- joshua, oh, yale. Really? joshua yale joshua oh, yale was awesome. on the line he had his back d- when i was coming up on him but he'd already see me so <laughs> i just like- walked up and st- stood there and he turned around he's like oh hey and i'm like hey interview me that's And so we just did a amazing. bunch of bullshit questions or whatever that's amazing but then we go through and like it- you come through come through to the front and there's the amd vip area or whatever right and like we're vips i had been invited to this i was already talking to uh carl stewart who used to work at crystal dynamics and now works over there i guess and like all right cool and then we get there and they're like it's like pandemonium of people like real names on the outside and real names on the inside And it's like if you're it turns out if your badge doesn't have this sticker on it you can't come through and none of our badges had stickers on it which just like oh, okay so it's like this awkward thing of like one person's going in and like all these other big video game people and publishers and developers are standing out there and like cliff and lauren of course obviously get in laura Mm -hmm. bailey and troy and i are like what do we do and like stimer's there and she's like yeah and then i justine came up and it's like this weird moment of like all these people and like that was the best part about this is like Leading into it, it was just hanging out with all my friends, right? That we've made over the years of doing this. IGN up at noon. All, all these voice actors, all these developers, all these people. It's like a reunion, right? But I'm like for the first time, like in with them, right? Yeah. I'm not just covering it. I'm like I have a I have a horse in this race, yeah. yeah. And so we got there, and finally we're like, all right, well, let's go sit or whatever. And so uh, now the handler uh, uh, believes that I'm nominated and will help me to the seat or whatever. She takes me down um, the seats that are on our little thing. We sit down, Steimer and I there uh, in the front. I, they, you saw it a few times on camera, but like the stage is going up is flanked by pits of fans, like mm-hmm. they're like real video game fans. So when I walked in, they went crazy. Like they actually knew who I was. I was like, oh fuck, that's that feels that's good because awesome. I was afraid it would be like, who's this guy? Like it was on Twitter, right or whatever. Yeah. But so I started taking photos and uh, hanging out with them for a little bit, and then I went and sat down. And so we're sitting down and the show starts and people are still like trying to get back and forth between all the different places because like they were closing the doors when it was live or whatever and not letting people come in and sit down and stuff. So it's going on, it's going fine. Blah 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 blah. Laura Bailey had only come to watch her, the debut of the Uncharted thing, because she had another engagement that night, and she had, like, when she had heard it was about to play, whatever, she came back down, and they wouldn't let her back in, so she didn't get to see it on the big screen to begin with, and I was like, ah, jeez. But I'm sitting there, and finally, uh, I I get a text from Greg Rice from Double Fine, Mm -hmm. and it's, uh, you need to get to your seat. And I've been in the seat for, like, seven minutes, I'm like, oh, delayed text, weird, whatever, no big deal, and I thought he was saying it because they were getting ready to start the show or whatever, which... Pre-show, I'm sitting around talking to fans. I'm talking to developer friends, actor friends. And it's so fucking mind-boggling to look up and see Nick. I know. Because like, they, they were running the pre-show in there. So it's like Nick talking about Metal Gear and all this stuff. And then you pop up about Mario and me. Oh, that's or awesome. Like, all of our IGN friends like Jared and uh, Miranda Sanchez are up there. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. But uh, So I, I, get this, I finally get this uh, <laughs> Greg Rice thing. I'm like, oh, no big deal, whatever. And I'm sitting, sitting there and finally this, uh, the, the handler comes back by and, she, and she, or she's like, you're in the wrong seat. I'm like, this is the seat you put, you put me in. Or whatever. She's like, it was a mistake. You need to get in your seat so the camera's nowhere to go for your thing or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, where is it? And she's like, it's the one behind you. And so like, I was in like 2A and I needed to go to 3A. And I was like, all right. And so we get up and like, this was like the pandemonium or whatever. People running around for you on a headset. So I, they're, first off, she says that and then just leaves. And so I stand up and I turn around and there's all, they, they have seat fillers obviously for yeah. people who are going and move around. So there's a woman in, in uh, 3A and I'm like, hi, sorry. I don't know if you caught that. Like I'm a nominee and I'm an actually like, oh, no big deal. No problem. She goes over to the other seat. And so then uh, I sit down, and, but I do like the knee thing to, and I'm, like, to the guy next that was next to her. I'm like, hey man, sorry about that. I don't know if you heard that, but I need to move seats over here. Would you mind switching so my girlfriend can sit next to me? And he looks, he looks over at the seat in front of me, looks back at me and goes, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. And I was like, what? I'm sorry, what? And he's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I like my seat. I'm not going to move. And I'm like, that's when I, I full on sit and I turn to him like, are you nominated for an award right now? And he goes, no. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, uh, yeah, uh, I, uh, I, uh, now this kid just thinks I'm some he, other motherfucker. That's just like, he okay. just thought you like <laughs> yeah, another seat filler. seat filler who's like, you know wow. what? I want to sit there. So he pops up and, the, and Christine comes and sits down and then the show's going, uh, that all happens. And like this kid like lucks out of course, cause we were, we were seated. So we'd be next to, uh, Troy, Troy's wife and Laura Bailey. And so like those people come back and sit down and you can see the kid doing like this. Like he knows at least Troy and Laura or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like, all right, fine. Or whatever. And so then it goes, yeah. And then finally, like it, I'm, you're waiting and waiting for this award and fi- like, uh, and it, which it sounds like waiting when it was like the first 15 minutes or whatever the show it wasn't that long. But, uh, this guy runs over and he's got the headset on. And he's like, you're Greg Miller, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I'm glad you're in the right seat. Now I'm like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? You told me to go, whatever, no big deal. And then they yeah. set up the camera and like, I noticed by this point and I eventually would like start winning bets with Troy. Cause Troy's like, who do you think is going to win this award? And I'm like, I'd look around and be like, it's going to be this game. He's like, Oh, and I think it's gonna be this. And then the game I would say would win. He's like, how did you know that they're going like, they put a camera on whoever's about to win, uh-huh. <laughs> you know I mean? uh-huh. and so like there was a cameraman set up there for me, and I was like, "Oh fuck, here we go." And then Sean Layden came out or whatever, and I was like, "Sean Layden would be a great pick to give Greg Miller an award." Sure enough, it's Sean; that, he's there to give Trendy Gamer. And so yeah, like they like there is that moment of like like for me time slowing down of like when he's like, "And trending Gamer of the Year is," and he like opened it and read it for a second, and then he's like Greg Miller, I was like, Pff. and like the thing about it was like like I was saying earlier to ca- catch up to this long winded story, right? Is that there is like a legitimate excitement and craziness that, to our friends in the industry that I've won. Yeah. Cause nobody thought when I don't, you know, you're you're a big time developer voice actor. You're not keeping up. with This is fan voted. You're not keeping up with the percentages. You just saw my name up with PewDiePie who, you know, from South park and you're like, Oh, Good for Greg, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. And like, because literally, like, it goes off, and it's Troy and his wife jump out of their seats and go fucking crazy for me, and I was like, that's an awesome moment. And then like the kid, the crowd had erupted too, and that was a weird thing of like. You know, when they're doing the, uh, um, the interstitials, like the little vignettes leading up to it, right? Like, there's cheers for each one of them. But, like, you can hear even on the recap. I've watched it, The you know, the, the thing. Have you? I'm sure you have. I'm, well, I mean, it's like one of those, like, is that a real watch i watched where it like 10 times. What are you wearing
1: and where are your hands when yeah. you watch <laughs> it? Ah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and it's, but it's like there's, like, this loud pop for me. You know what I mean? Like, then when it happened, like, that was when it was off to the races. Like, I think that was the moment of, like, I don't think anybody thought it was going to happen. It was going to be this thing.
1: Can we talk about the speech? Sure, I would like to talk about the speech because from the outside, I don't know how much you shared what you were planning on doing with these guys. I don't know Nothing. how in on it you were, but they came
3: um, in two nights before when we were waiting to do Batman v mm-hmm. Superman, right? And I was already drunk and Greg's I was watching the two, I'm watching the YouTube credits for Tomb Raider, yeah. and that was like the moment. And then like, what are you doing? I'm Like, don't worry about it. Don't worry because if well, it, if, you- if something goes wrong and I don't win, <laughs> I don't want them to be like I'm pl- I'm plotting to thank this Nicole Tan woman. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, I thought I, I think I saw a tweet from you that was like, You better do good or something like that, which I was like, that's a very colin tweet, but I wonder if he's already seen what Greg's about to no, do. No, I didn't
2: I didn't know. I mean, my big thing was, of course, you know, Greg spent ninety seconds thanking a woman he's never met, but you know, mm-hmm. just kinda glossed, you know, over me, which is you no, know, it's wow. fine. It's not a big Wow. It's not a big deal <laughs> too. I mean, I've just been with Greg for like eight years, but it's not a big deal. I thought I thought it was uh I thought it was uh really I didn't know. And that's mm-hmm. why when we were even talking about it I think I called Greg, I was like, let's save this story because I did ask you, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, like when you were just watching the two brainer yeah, credits. Yeah. 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 I don't like it you was beat weird. the game or right. I'm like, what are you doing? And I didn't think twice about it. I just thought it was like, well, Greg's doing a weird Greg thing. And and uh But, but I thought the brilliant. speech was I thought the speech was quite poignant, uh well delivered. Yeah. Um, and uh really I don't think it was done for this reason, because I know Greg very well. I don't think it was done for this reason, but very good for Greg Optically, in terms mm-hmm. of uh, turning it ar- around to be about someone else yes. or other people and not about him. I mean,
1: and that's the thing that I—that's the thing that I, it was I was like kind really of thinking about—is because I saw, I did see some some sort of uh, some people thinking on Twitter that it was like a very calculated move. And I when think you it was look at people, Greg Miller, you think calculated. Yeah, he's. <laughs> <laughs> I think a Super lot villain, of things. But... Super villain Greg Miller <laughs> plotting, plotting <laughs> over the video game industry using in us stream. as chess pieces. But it, it did like it was. I think those people are, are the sort of people that would have thought that about any Anything. sort of genuine outpouring of emotion that they had seen on the stage. And I think it says more about what we're used to from the video game awards. I think this was the first year that we saw video game awards that felt more genuine. Mm. And I do think it's because it was removed from television sure. and put a little bit more into Jeff's hands. And so I think people are just so not used to seeing somebody who genuinely cares that much who genuinely felt as much about the community and the people who make the games. And I thought it was just, I thought it was a brilliant speech. And I don't think it was because it was calculated. No. I think it was just like, oh, this is somebody who's actually reflecting what people are thinking watching sure. this yeah. thing if they care about games. And I don't think we ever had that before. So I thought it was a wonderful speech, man. Thank you. Yeah. No. I mean,
0: and that's that, to me, that it was perfect. It was literally perfect. I've already told you this off camera, but it's like, it's insane how good of a job you did. Mm-hmm. Just not even just the speech. And not even, ju- it was like every single, Every single moment of that was perfect. Now, I'll never forget me and Colin just sitting in the living room watching. And it's like, we all, we knew. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, knew knew we we know, were gonna, I knew you were going to win. But we knew, you know? Yeah, knew yeah, it, yeah. But it was still, it was that moment. We both literally out loud were like, yes! Like, it was just like, fuck.
2: Yeah, I was so, yes. I, was so I, I felt such a swelling of pride, like, for you. And and uh, even though I bust your balls about it all the time. Like, you know, I texted you a bit a long missive yeah, like, yeah, right yeah. after you won and, and congratulated you and told you how proud I was of you and stuff like that. Because I, I love busting your balls publicly, but we don't, I and mean, we, we, that's our thing. But, yeah, yeah. But I was like, I was full, full having worked with you so long and knowing how important certain things are to you and how important your persona is and the way you treat people and uh, you know you kind. We always say you're the end of my yang or whatever. Where it's like, I don't really like attention. I don't really want the limelight. I don't really want that kind of stuff. You take that burden for both of us, and you deserve to um, be recognized. And I thought it was a very selfless and very stand up thing that you didn't make it about yourself at sure. all. And that's why at our panel at PSX, I wanted to make it about you because well, I think that you. because I think that you lost your chance, per se, to make mean. it about you. And I think that you deserve to have something about you. So that's why I asked everyone to give you a standing ovation because I think that that was what you deserved to begin with. The
3: course. speech, I mean, it comes from two different – two places that are the same thing, right? I mean, when it looked – when it was clear that – or not clear, but when it was like, okay, I have a real shot at winning this, this might happen, I needed to think of something. And for me – it's not lost on the fact that outside of the esports team of the year and me, everyone else on that stage had something to do with making a video game and making yeah. that. You know what I mean? And so, taking that idea when I started thinking about what I wanted to say goes back to a YouTube video I wanted to make for this channel and never got around to because we're so busy. I've had for months I've wanted to do. Actually, I can even trace it back to the moment at Sony Sandy no Sony Santa, Santa Monica, Monica when you and I went down for the God of War live stream at the end of it. Tank brought us out and like you know gave a speech and gave away PS4s mm-hmm. to some of the, the participants or whatever, but he thanked us there and everybody clapped for us and I thought it was so weird that they were clapping for us when they had done everything for like they had made these games mm-hmm. and da 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 and it is that thing that. You know, we're Internet famous for talking about their things when they never get the recognition they deserve. And it was cool to be on the other side of Sony Mm -hmm. Santa Monica for that long and not just a press event, but to be there in hanging out. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And so what I come back from that trip wanting to do was a video in here one day after all the shows that was just me talking to the camera saying a 30 minute version, I'm sure, as Mm -hmm. I tend to ramble of what the speech was of. It's not lost on me that this is unfair that I am famous for this and you create this art that, you know, influences me but I'm popular, for, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I had this weird relationship with PlayStation especially in the way that like people think PlayStation and they think Greg Miller but I don't work for PlayStation and right. I, you know what I mean? All I do is talk about the games they make and stuff like that. And so I'd wanted to make that video and what I had been struggling with was the message of it because what I wanted it to be was a chain letter. I wanted to make an unlisted unmonetized video and then send it to all the developers I think of when I'm like this, and I'm share this with your teams, your and say that in there, and be very clear. This is not to do not sub to us from this. Do not do that. You know what I mean? Like this is strictly to thank you and let you know that you are touching, you know, lives and changing lives. And I understand that. And I want to thank you for that. But I had wrestled with how that was, and we're so busy and da da da. So when it got to the point of like, fuck, I have a chance for this. I was like, well, let's do that there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Let's do this on a stage. And it wasn't like again when I like. It's funny because you when I came back the next day, you're like, and we're up this much on. Uh, subscribers for the channel of this, and I was like, "Oh right, like that." At no point was I like, I don't, "I'm not going to get a lot of Twitter followers." No, on. I know yeah, exactly. I, mean, but that,
0: I, I totally. didn't even know that too. And no, like, I know, so, I know. But to, to continue what I was saying about just the emotion and stuff, like me and Colin like freaked the fuck out. Oh, and sorry, like, I interrupted you on that. No, no, it's fine. Like for like twenty minutes after that, but like, also yeah. least, Colin like wow. <laughs> <And Like. laughs> i i felt like like tingly in a, and i like it wasn't until a couple of nights ago when i was rethinking about it like i haven't felt that type of tingle yeah. since back in like middle school when i'd get um im messages from girls that that do you like me i like you type yeah, shit. yeah you yeah, get yeah. that when it's that feeling of i got this i got this yeah, yeah and it's like i had that for the first time in like in years yeah and it's like that's a weird thing to, to relate it to but like it was just there's this energy where it's like fuck yes we fucking did this you know like we fucking did this This no we did this This is so 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 fucking awesome yeah but like to me the speech impeccable and like you said you can go along like you you like speaking that you have this energy to you but you somehow didn't do that you somehow condensed it and you somehow said everything you needed to say and like you know you definitely have gotten the praise for thanking the developers and all that stuff because you really killed that and like i love that i love how people were the reception that and everything but my favorite part about it is you going up, and the first thing you do is fucking just scream beyond at someone <laughs> to scream beyond at you. And it's like, that was so raw, and there's so just like, that's what happened. That's the sure. emotion. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you just let that out, and that one word said everything you needed to say that the people needed to know. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. what does and that mean after that, that?
3: Huh? That word. Beyond, I believe it means like go beyond your dreams kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Not sure. I've never heard it before. It was uh, interesting. It sounds vaguely familiar. So many to me. people like shouted. Did
2: a long time ago. But, <laughs> but
1: that does say a lot about you, yeah. and it says a lot about you guys too. Where it's like there are a lot of people who would have left a project behind and been like, "Don't scream beyond at me. I'm not the beyond guy." Anymore. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And, but that's like. Well, that's the, the reason why the reason why that like, but the reason why that moment I think just like. Was so wonderful in the beginning is because it just shows how you guys are. Where it's like, oh, I'm glad that you like the thing. Yeah, like I like yeah, yeah, the yeah. thing too. Like, yay! Thank you. Yeah, we you really, know? we
2: really liked that thing, especially. So yeah. it was, yeah. it's <laughs> cool that we're it's it's cool that we're we're, we're still known for that, especially Greg. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, but but uh, yeah, it was one of those things where I, I I remember saying to Tim, I'm like, I don't care about the rest of the show. I like, didn't pay attention to it, frankly, after mm-hmm. that. And uh, I was just on social media trying to like manage our account and get our I get the shit up there and put out a tweet. And what I noticed about it was that. The tweet I put out about Greg, most retweeted thing we ever had on Kind of Funny Vids at Kind of Funny Vids. The thing I put out on Facebook got seen by like sixty thousand people. Mm-hmm. Um, this was something that people cared about. I sent this to my family. The video, Greg's acceptance speech, to my family. I put it on my own personal Facebook. It got like fifteen hundred likes mm-hmm. yeah. from much strangers. It was something that resonated with people. I uh, I just sent it to people. I was like, this is this is uh, uh, Greg's coming out. It's not mm-hmm. a, like it is about Kind of Funny in a way, but it's not. And I didn't want mm-hmm. it to be. I wanted it to really be about Greg because. Um, it's a culmination of his hard work. We mm-hmm. all work hard in our own different ways, but this seemed to be most uh, congruent with the way Greg works and mm-hmm. the, what Greg deserves. You know, I would never want to be on that stage. You know, like I don't want it to be uh, I'm not. I'm not out there. and I don't put myself out there the way Greg does, so I shouldn't get the returns that Greg gets. So th- those yeah. kinds of those kinds of returns, that kind of ultimate, like that that ultimate return that Greg got that night, I think was fantastic.
1: But I think the thing that that's most analogous to to me is, uh, and I'm sorry, I know we are just keep going around on this, but uh, no. the thing that is most that's analogous to uh, <laughs> keep talking about how great I am, no big deal. <laughs> no, uh, is somebody was telling me about like the story of like the Lonely Island. You know what I mean? Like the Lonely Island is three guys, and the only one that really wanted to be famous was like andy sandberg and they all grew up together and they all grew up in the same town and he was like one day i want to be on saturday night live and they were like okay let's make that happen for you you know what i mean and it's it's such a testament to teamwork and how they work together that now you see andy sandberg everywhere you know what i mean and you know those other two guys are there and so that's what's great you know that's what was great watching and knowing you guys is like oh cool Greg, Greg's the guy who who does like that stuff and does want to be there, but I know that there's this team of supporters yeah. and team of friends that are all working because like that's the part of this that Greg wants and there's a part of it that you want. And so it's it's just, it's you guys, yeah. you know? Like, no, I you mean, guys I, really together, though, it's really so like,
0: good. I think about this stuff so much, like, not even just with awards and shit, mm-hmm. but just, like, with the last year that we've had. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like, it's crazy now that it's December. Like, we're literally coming up on a year mm-hmm. of doing this. And it's like, what fun is success when you have no one to share it with. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I've always been this way. Like even back in the day with Alfredo and stuff or like with Kevin my whole life. It's like, I want someone to share these moments with or else like, I want to be famous. Goddamn right, I want to be famous. I want to be famous with people though. I've always wanted it. And now there's a fucking crew. We have a crew and it's like, I want our crew to be this thing and yeah. like you having this win it's like i'm so happy i get to share this with you because it's like you'd have no fun if you couldn't share it with anyone yeah you know and it's like this just it's nah, i'm so happy about so
1: when
3: are you cutting these guys loose I, mean, I was gonna launch my patreon on january, january 5th yeah, 2016 I think that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah that's a good that's timing to do that uh,
2: uh <laughs> yeah it was it, it is one of those things where you know, it's it was really cool to see and i'm real we're real proud of you i mean that I, was
3: the thing you know like so i you know give the speech Sean walks me off. We walk backstage and then it's back to the red carpet now to do interviews as a winner and take photos and all this different stuff. And that was the thing of like that when the text started coming in, like, cause it was just insane. And then the tweets and all that stuff, it was you guys that stood out. Right. Cause we were sharing that moment, even if we weren't together, yeah. you know what I mean? It was that thing. And it will be like a big deal to share and unbox the trophy together whenever it gets here. Like that was like, you know, I came up, like, that was the thing is like, you know, we always make jokes about how emotional I am or whatever. Right. And like every I was asked with the, you know night and day right of like are you do you want to walk the red carpet to everyone at that fucking place knew who i was and wanted to talk to me at the after party mm-hmm. or say something or you which is amazing and awesome so i mean like when i was up there like everybody who met me at that after party wanted to talk about speech and since then always asked me you know how much was that on the fly and blah, blah, blah. it's like i i had bullet points because like i'm saying like you know me so well if i didn't i would get up there and just ramble 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 right and like so i had it like uh, my best man speech for Hayes back uh, last year or two years ago, where it was like, I know I need to hit these points and this is my trigger to remember to go to here. But it was like, I can, you know, jazz it up in the, wherever I want to. So like I was so caught up in that moment that it wasn't until I got back and took the photos for youtube gaming and then they wanted an interview and that's when i started getting choked up and it all started like catching up to me of what had just happened and then i pulled it back together did a few more interviews then dunham came out of nowhere because he they won the award right after me and i was like what the fu-? you know what i mean and we had made so many jokes leading up to the awards about like look at us man we're back you know eight years ago when we were at ign this isn't how we thought this would play out you yeah know what i mean and then like we're both back there together and then yeah i went back you know sat down and it's just, I was, I was lost in my phone for like 45 minutes yeah. trying to talk to everybody. And then I finally had to be like, I got to stop and actually be cognizant for these awards. Because yeah. at one point I looked down, I'm like, oh. and Christine's like, what? I'm like, they apparently, according to the internet, they announced a Telltale Batman game. They must not have shown the trailer here. And she's like, you were sitting right there when it happened. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah, damn it. Sorry. <laughs> another planet right now. Yeah. My God. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. Again, congrats. Thank you. Yeah, we're man. so fucking proud Thank you, you Super
1: well-deserved. Thank you guys. It was awesome.
2: Yeah, I want you to win again next year. No, I, wa- I, I want you to be like the new dy- like the Islanders dynasty of the early yes. '80s. <laughs> I'll bring I'll
3: bring this year's award next year. Yeah. Come up, have them both.
0: But we'll have a, we'll put banners in the rafters.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> so, topic two, we're talking a little bit about this thing called PSX. Ah. Never heard of it. Don't know if you any of you guys would know. Really, mm-hmm. it's not like you guys had a, a panel there. It's not like you were fucking hosting live streams and shit or
1: anything. Oh, was that. What I was doing,
0: you know. Um, I remember so. Now. I mainly want to talk about the conference. Now, the one thing we're not really going to get into is Final Fantasy 7, because that'll be the next topic. Yeah. So, the rundown real quick. Of course, Uncharted 4, reveal of there's like choices in it. Right. Uh, we call it Duty League. Nathan Battle Drake, Born. notary. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. uh, Street Fighter so Five. We- Dead Star, Adult yep. Swim, and a whole bunch of games, including Death's Gambit, which looks fucking yeah, dope. Look really yeah, um, Day of the Tentacle Remastered, Psychonauts, a VR game, Don't Starve Together, Hitman Go, Yakuza 5 on PS3, Yakuza 0 on PS4. Yeah. Um, it Last was, full, it was
2: Full Throttle, wasn't it? Not Day of the Tentacle. That was already announced. Sorry. So
0: you yeah, right, right. They right. gave a date right. or whatever yeah. for, uh, Tentacle, for Tentacle. And announced yeah, yeah. Full yeah. Throttle. Full yeah. yes.
3: Throttle is my favorite one, too, so I'm with yeah, Patrick great. Klepek on that one.
0: Uh, King of Fighters 14. What? Team Ninja's new game called Neo. Which kind of looks like an Animusha, Animusha Dark Souls. Yeah, yes. awesome. yeah. So, that's oh, cool.
1: That came out, I do no, That they they showed that a couple years ago, and then it, it disappeared. It was a different name, though, I yeah, think. They just it disappeared, and then it came back, and I was like, we'll get into it. Very cool. Um,
0: we got a debut of a game called Brutal, that was kind of like this weird... You're going to ask like, ASCII. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, Guns Up and we'll be the show on some stuff Fat Princess Adventures mm-hmm. it's like here it is bye today so uh, exciting Ratchet and Clank we saw a little bit of the gameplay we saw a little bit of the movie um, release date and release date yes mm-hmm. I'm very excited about that uh, they had a little VR section started off with a disaster um, oh,
1: broke uh, my guys. fucking heart poor guys Richard
2: yeah. Marx, Dr. Richard Marks we love you Richard Marks hanging up his guitar
0: to do a little VR
2: yeah. he, every time I hear his yeah, name yeah,
0: yeah.
1: every time that's why
0: they say doctor so
2: yeah. you know which
1: one you're
0: getting <laughs> Um, then they showed Res Infinite which is a VR res. <laughs> uh, uh, we, we, have, we, we have, have things to say so we have much things to say, to say. Go so on. Eagle <laughs> Flight Ubisoft VR game that looks dope as shit yeah. um, and then Modern Zombie Taxi Co <laughs> which we'll see uh, Job Simulator uh-huh. that looks awesome legit yeah that's a really cool idea Golem coolest thing I saw VR wise it's like VR in VR the next VR one was the exception. coolest thing I saw I think 100 foot robot yeah. oh, I mean yeah the Corgi you kidding it me? looks really funny legitimate <laughs> it looks so funny is Combat Seven, which is a, a big announcement. That's a huge announcement to people that care. Mm. Uh, and then Destiny had Sparrow League Racing, Nino Kuni Two. That's the big. Literally, one for me. no one yeah. cares about that. No, not at sh- all. No, definitely not.
3: <laughs> and then Paragon. Yep. Yeah. And that's uh, about how it's that's about how it played too. Yep. And- <laughs> exactly.
2: And a trailer so, for this mobile. And- Ending with a thud. No offense <laughs> to those guys. It's just not and no, that was no. an, that was an unfair no. that was an unfair position to put that game in. There's Final Fantasy 7 should have at the end. A yeah.
3: masterclass on this over the on uh, PlayStation. I love you. Yes. Or PS. I love you. XOXO. Mm-hmm. Where Colin and I go through and give it like a two-hour rundown of all this. But yeah. that's the biggest problem is they should have sh- taken Final Fantasy and put it at the end. I
0: would have yeah. honestly. It's so funny that even just that it's the same content, but that would have yeah. made the conference good. Yeah. People would have enjoyed. Pacing it. Pacing is important. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Because Paragon would have been the announcement. Mm-hmm. It's always good to start with a strong announcement from somebody. You recognize, and then you hit them with the emotions at the very, very end. Yeah, yeah.
0: and the surprise—you know, the Fallout yeah, thing. Yeah, I didn't think we'd no see gameplay. Would, yeah. th- very would think far you'd along. See anything more this year? Mm-hmm. Um, so like having now, for that-
1: all we know, those three cut together minutes are literally oh, all that's no, working. No, sure. You
0: know, but- um, but yeah, it's like, but to me, I gotta fucking start this off, and we need to talk about this. All right, biggest thing of the entire show: the Crash Bandicoot shirt. God damn it! So i, right I talked there, to Sean it's a, about it's that
1: a red shirt. herring. What did I he have, say? I have spoken to Sean about that shirt and he was being very, very political about it. He was he was he was being cagey, he wasn't giving me anything, but he, he did say, This is the exact shirt that I wore when I started, when Crash Bandicoot was my first was my first project. This is the same, this is my team shirt. And so I wore it out there. I was like, Yeah, but the last time you pulled something like this, we got Vib Ribbon. <laughs> and he was like, Oh, did we? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. And I was like, So what are you trying to say with this shirt? And he's like Crash Bandicoot is a very beloved franchise. I enjoy it. If Activision would like to have some talks, I would love to talk to Activision about the future of Crash on the platform. The end. But he, that cagey motherfucker, knows what he's doing. Oh yeah, he's that's literally like a shot across Activision's bow. Like that's just like, hey guys, when I get ten thousand tweets about this. Do you finally want to return my calls? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's what that is.
2: Yeah, I think I think you're right in the sense that I don't think anything's in development for Crash. Yeah, and I think I think it is a, I think it's a total red herring. And I think that I think yeah, I think it was calculated in the sense that A, he knew what he was doing. It's mm-hmm. not like he's just gonna wear a Crash Bandicoot shirt out there and nothing's gonna happen. But when I saw that I immediately thought of you and I'm like, Tim's gonna be very disappointed.
3: Yeah. Because <laughs> he was flipping be, because, out. Because
2: yeah. Crash Bandicoot's not gonna be at the show. You know but I, it was well, very Phil Spencer dude, kind I of mean movie. that's
0: the thing though, is like I mean, Greg was next to me. I was like losing my shit when this was happening. Because we get there and the first thing that happens. Before the press conference even started, was James Shuler like looks over at me, like, Tim, Tim, Tim. And he shows me this uh, picture on his phone on Twitter of Shuhei with a um, VR neocortex hat on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <sighs> like just hyperventilating. I'm like, Greg, Greg, look, it's fucking happening. I was like, I-, I was freaking out. I'm like, all right, just Tim, just be cool, just be cool, be cool, be cool. Then the fucking conference starts, and this dude walks out with the shirt. And I'm like, like, I just couldn't believe it. Like, I could not believe it. And then the thing ends and nothing happens. And then later we find out that. The, like we were talking to Shuhei about it, he was like, oh no, that was a fat princess thing. Someone photoshopped the Neocortex on it. Looked, it looked
3: convincing. It looked very yeah. convincing. That's yeah. why you, and there was no time to verify it. Because when I saw that, I was like, don't think anything of it, Tim. Yeah. And then when Sean walked out, I was like, they wouldn't troll you, Tim. It's happening. Greg, yeah. Take Greg off your <laughs> pants. No, He literally looked at me, he's like, I was like, I I was like,
0: maybe they're just fucking with me. Tim, look like, under
1: your seat. <laughs> <laughs> the new Crash Bandicoot game is there. But, but Greg was like,
0: Greg literally looked at me and he was just like, they wouldn't fuck with you like that. Like
3: uh, this And that's before right? we didn't know the Photoshop. Mm. No, One yeah, yeah, piece yeah, yeah. of fucking with no, you I can live with. No, but yeah. then
0: then even as this is happening, James then looks over and he's like, dude, Naughty Dog changed their PSN thing and it has crash in it. And I'm like, there's this. Doesn't just happen. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? One day, Crash is just back. Like, no. Yeah. And now here's the thing. Like, was it disappointing that there wasn't an announcement or wasn't something? Yes. Very, very, very much so. If you they ended the conference with that, I would have fucking been done. That was just like it. Because Crash, that is the one announcement I'm waiting for more than anything now that Final Fantasy VII remakes are already announced. So, I was freaking out about this shit but my biggest thing is I can't believe there was even any reference. Yeah, like, yeah. Even the excitement I had over him wearing a T-shirt was worth it to me just because the fact that Sony's even mentioning Crash, I'm like, all right, cool. At least it's a possibility now. It's not happening. Like, I'm with Colin. Like I know it's not happening right now. Yeah, yeah. But it definitely wasn't happening a week ago. Yeah. Now it's like, all right, Crash Bandicoot, PlayStation. There's still some conversations going on. But it's funny he says it's the act- exact shirt because, like, I've looked into this, and I've like been looking at it, and I was like, that looks like an old shirt. This is mean, the, that's definitely thing. an old shirt. Because I was excited because there was, like, PlayStation Insignia on it. And I'm like, yeah. it's PlayStation. It's Crash. Like, there's no Activision shit on this. <sighs> but it, alas.
2: Yeah, that was pre-Activision pre, pre Activision involvement in that yeah. IP. I Yeah, I saw that. I, I was disappointed in the sense that I'm like, I don't know, like, the Crash is not coming. And the Naughty Dog thing was a Red Herring, too, because I'm like, that would be such a waste Of resources for Naughty Dog to ever touch that fucking series, so. But I mean, but for me, it
0: wasn't so much the oh Naughty Dog's making this game. It's more Crash is back. Let's talk about him again, because for the longest time, you think Naughty Dog and what they present and put out there, it's Uncharted, it's Last of Us, it's Jack and Daxter. Like they kind of just distance themselves. They distance themselves from the legacy. So to see him back.
2: Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe there's something in the works. I don't, I don't. I'm, I'm sure you know conversation. I'm sure conversations have happened.
1: Yeah, and I think, I think. It's like you're saying. I think it's probably just good for you to know as a Crash fan that like they're thinking about it too. Yes, like it's not just in a dustbin somewhere. Like ah, eh, fuck it, Crash is never going to happen again. You know, we hate Crash.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was cool. I mean, otherwise, I think you know, and we've said this on PS. I love you. We can get more in depth on it because we really, Greg and I, really talked about everything. But uh, it's it was disappointing. I think it was a it was a very mediocre conference. Um, the lack of any first party exclusives, AAA exclusives, was. Mind-boggling, um, in terms of announcements, mind-boggling. One of my announcements, uh, one of my predictions, which I thought was a slam dunk, was Tony Ben's game would be there. Tony Ben's been working on this game for a very long time. Uh, it was just really surprising that they just thought that they could. Somehow, I don't want to say get away with it because they can do whatever they want, but like they somehow get away with it. I mean, like, somehow just get away with that. No, nothing yeah. from the first party here at all that you've never seen before. And I'm like, that's fucking weird. There's got to be one big first party announcement every year at PSX. I think that that's like kind of what you're setting yourself up for. The people in that room do not care about the Call of Duty announcements. They do not care about this, you know the 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 Battlefront stuff. They care. They're
0: Sony PlayStation fans. They want exclusives. Because
1: being in that
0: room, people went crazy for the Destiny Race stuff. Yeah, like that was one of the biggest pops. Well,
1: Destiny, like Destiny, is pretty closely associated with PlayStation. Like people think about them in tandem. Like, but when you think about, like, it's really interesting because you're watching this long play by Sony to sort of like get the call of duty and battlefront people over onto playstation Mm -hmm. so like you're gonna get these tepid sort of crowd reactions i think for the next couple years until finally one day we wake up and it's like oh yeah call of duty is a playstation thing you know because it's gonna take so long to pull that back from xbox xbox has had it forever
2: yep yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I'm not saying that people aren't excited. I mean, we all play third-party games, and I like them. I'm just saying that. And the reaction when you're, I mean, we've all been to many conferences. It's more
0: exciting when you're there, for every, sure. Every and time. that's so what I think is. I enjoyed the conference. The end was very weak, and the crash end, stuff the was, end was disappointing. Really bad. The but end like, was really I bad. thought it was it was fun. It was and to leave that room and look at Twitter and everyone's like, "Fuck this!" I was like, "Whoa, really?" Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't think I had no problem with the games that were
2: shown. I just had. I just think that there were things that were missing. I, yeah. I think that. How can I understand some of what Shuhei was telling us at our, at our our panel when he was saying, you know, this is for the fans. Some of my predictions certainly were off base in terms of what they were trying to do. Um, you know, like a uh, price cut predictions for PS3 and Vita that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's a more consumer focus. You want to be in USA Today or fucking Wall Street Journal kind of stuff. You do that E3. I get that, and that was that was a little off base for me. But but you need to have big pops with games. Um, and they didn't have many of those at all. Like I, I think with the exception of Final Fantasy VII, which was already announced um and some of the vr games that we saw which were you know very impressive like we didn't even see the last guardian we didn't even see horizon we yeah. didn't we like there, there was you know i reiterated on on ps i love you that the horizon stuff that was shown um at paris games week was exactly what i saw behind closed doors at e3 which means no one has seen anything from that game except for this one 10 minute sequence and i was surprised that they didn't even say like let's show you another five minutes we have like a, that game is supposed to be out in less than a year so we have a lot of questions about that game, and I'm sure that they have a plan. The same thing with The Last Guardian. Um, not, you know, this is a time to showcase your, your, your studios. This is a time the people in that room know what Benda is. They know what Sucker Punch is. They know what all these things are. You might not, you know, I think it would have been really fun. And I was telling Greg about this. I don't think we said it on the show, but to like just have two or three minutes with every first party, even if they don't have anything to announce, just say, like, well, thank you for You know, have have evolution come out and say, like, thank you for your patience with Drive Club, and here's what we're doing with this or whatever. Have Sucker Punch stand and say, like, Infamous was a great success. We're hard at work on our next project. We have more to show you soon. Like, this is the shit people care about. And I think that they kind of misread things the way they're supposed to go about the show. But I
1: think the problem with something like that is whether it's a fan conference or not, when you're when you're broadcasting something out into the world, if you have somebody, if you have like Nate come out and go like, Yeah, we're we're working on a thing. We're super we're glad you liked the last thing. We'll see you soon with a thing. That falls so flat on something that you're broadcasting. You know what I mean? You There's a small audience there, and then there's the large audience that's watching worldwide. And you can't have people come out and be like, we don't have anything to show, but we're really excited because we'll have something to show soon. Like, yeah. you know that's going to fall flat. If people are going to look I'm,
0: into a guy wearing a t-shirt, they'll look into that.
2: Yeah, but I think I, think I, I personally would love to create as much conjecture and buzz as possible at everything sure. everyone's looking at with just subtle hints. You know, like, or... Just, te- I would tease the shit out of people. I, I would have rather been teased by five first-party studios and not have what, any idea what any of them are doing than just not see any of them. Yeah, Because mm-hmm. we didn't see if one, one fucking person from one of those I think, studios. I be. think
1: next year I'd like to see panels on both days, and I'd like to see, like you're talking about, I'd like to see first-party developers all given like some time to either go back over things that they're doing or things that they they want to do in the future i think that would be kind of like Mm -hmm. that's a little bit more fan focused too and feels more in place with a fan conference than putting it in the in the press Press conference beginning you know
0: what's interesting to me though is like it it wasn't the last guardian it wasn't horizon it wasn't these like playstation first party things but seeing things like yakuza like that got a huge pop and Mm -hmm. seeing um ace combat 7 and stuff and i think so it's different like that was for the fans you know you're not going to see those games an e3 press no
2: conference. i think i i agree with you i i my my theory is this something was cut out off the end of that conference and mm. and th- the conference ended early uh and it was just it, there was just a conspicuous absence of something and i'm not saying it, it happened the day of or the day before i just think that there was a plan to show that like to show i really do think sony ben's game at some point in planning was supposed to be there and, and i think or maybe santa monica's and i think that they just pulled back mm. um and i I think that they got the message loud and clear and I so I don't know if we have to belabor the point anymore or fans have to belabor the point anymore. I think they I don't think you're going to see a PSX conference like that again. I, I think that they know exactly what they have to do, mm-hmm. um, which is, yeah, the little announcements are great. The indies are great. Showcase the indies. Showcase the Vita games. Obviously, you have to pay attention to VR and all that kind of stuff. That's all fantastic. I love small games. We love we're huge believers in VR um but you have got to have big pops from the first party these people care about those games they care about games that can only be played on playstation not Mm -hmm. first on playstation not indie games that have been on pc for two years not all that shit that's Mm -hmm. great and we're excited about that too but let's definitely you know save some save something for psx and i think i think the problem they ran into is that you know between e3 and then paris games week and or gamescom depending on where they want to be next year and then psx they have to cut one of these out like Mm -hmm. I do. I, I know it would be hard for them to do because they do have a, a very global audience. But E three and PSX are almost six months apart. They're almost like compl- as far apart from each other as they possibly can be, and that gives you a chance to have two massive shows with two massive sets of announcements yeah. mm-hmm. and cutting out all the filler in between. But you can't cut out TGS, and you really can't cut out Gamescom because you have to talk to the European consumer and the Japanese consumer. So it's going to be very, very difficult. This reminded me of a TGS show. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that's that like having been yeah. to TGS and, and really been a student of that show for a long time. That's what this reminded me of. Games. But it shouldn't have been that way. We're TGS shows have that complexion, Western gamers, because we're not going to get 90% of the games that are being talked about there. So you're kind of passive and you don't really care about some of the stuff that's being shown. And I felt that this had a similar feel mm. of games. I'm like, I'm, I care, but um, it's cool that you're releasing all these games. One of the confusing things that they did was they released like five games that day. And I'm like, that's yeah, a huge that fucking mistake. I don't, I don't know why you're doing Like, do it with <laughs> one game. Do it with Final Fantasy 7 And then, <laughs> you know, like,
0: but don't, you're just cannibalizing
2: your just games. Put
1: Crash Bandicoot That's under it. Tim's seat. Again. <laughs>
0: hashtag save the Bandicoot. We need to make this happen. I
1: think they're building I think they're building up momentum. I think they want to make it big like that, and I think they want to do, but they have to give the conference a couple years to kind of get up some steam and get some more uh get some more attention from the greater world at large for PSX before they can afford to sort of Push those announcements there. Sure, but I think I, they want to do it. Yeah, I think, think it's
2: and I think it's to, like everything we we bitch and moan about on here. It's it's uh it's more complicated than it seems. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of. Stakeholders and a lot of things you have to worry about and a lot of management Plus, of your like portfolio. Like we got
1: hundred foot robot golf, dude. So like, we're good. That's the corgi, it. man. That's it. That's yeah, corgi. I, I am
2: stoked about that game. I think that game looks good. And I do want to say the conference was disappointing for sure. I was excited about a lot of the games. I think the show itself was a great success. I think Moscone West is a great venue for that show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and uh, want to thank everyone again for filling up the uh, the room for PS Definitely. I Love You mm-hmm. XOXO, which was my like the the response we got was really my incredible. Foxing it was fun. I, I
1: like it the same. Way, I like it for the same reason I like PAX, is because when you go to these conferences that are industry or or press focused Everybody has an industry or press mindset sure. while you're there. And so we're all very like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Show me the thing. Tell me all this. Give me the give me all the feeds that I need to here like, you like. get to celebrate. Yeah. Here it's like people are just like, I'm playing games. Are you playing games? And you're like, yeah, me too, man. I'm playing some games. <laughs> like it was great. I like fan focus shows like this.
3: I know you're jumping to your next topic. Yes. yes. Res infinite is fucking amazing. Yeah! We cannot let that happen. Uh, I cannot let this pass. Yeah. I let you all talk it about the conference. Be said. It must be said. The Did residency. you wear the suit? Fuck yeah, I wore the vibration wore that suit. suit. You dog. kidding me? <sighs> Ms. Gucci, come and do the photos came, around you oh, stuff. It was all yeah, yeah. Him
1: and John Drake and Shane were just like grinding on me. Yeah, I loved it. it. That
3: game, dude, that's so good.
1: One of my favorite games of all time. During that conference, I heard the, I heard the combo noise. I heard the, bang, bang, yeah. and I was like, oh shit, it's on, <laughs> it's on. I've bought this game three times. I imported a trans vibrator from Japan. I'm about to do this again. Yeah, here <laughs> we go. I put that thing on man and you're fighting the boss and you look behind you and he's there. Like I thought things were getting away from me and I turned around and shot him. I was like holy shit. It's amazing because I like it for the same reason I like Super Hypercube as a way to push VR into people's hands. It has an aesthetic and a feel to it That works extremely well in VR. Everybody's trying to make these hyper-realistic worlds in VR. The technology is not there yet. Mm -hmm. It looks Mm -hmm. weird. It feels weird. It makes you sick. When you play something like Super Hypercube or you play something like Res. it teaches you how to use the 3D space. It teaches you how to look around. And it looks clean and clear and crisp at whatever resolution these VR headsets are running at. I think it's just a perfect fucking game for VR. Yeah, Perfect game. Plus it's one of the best games of all time of and all I got time. I got to hang out with Mizaguchi and I had a real good time. That was awesome, good. right? That was <laughs> like, my but I came
3: in the room <laughs> and he's just there and he wanted to chill out. I was like, Yeah, let's do it let's talk about Rez. Yeah, how you let's doing? Let's talk about Rez.
0: <laughs>
4: Ladies
0: and gentlemen, that topic brought to you by Loot Crate. Would you classify yourself as a geek gamer or a pop culture nerd? I then would this. Good. This is a subscription box for you. For less than $20 a month, you get 6 to 8 items of gamer and pop culture licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. Make sure to head to LootCrate.com KFGames and enter code KFGames to save $3 on any new subscription. Not that long ago and depending on where you live, not so far away, LootCrate crate blasted off into a voyage across the galaxy, searching the far reaches of space to find universally awesome gear. Using December Star Wars The Force Awakens loot as a launch pad, we landed on some oh, equally gosh. cosmic like items from Wars. Halo 5 and more. With an exclusive Funko Pop and an exclusive shirt in this month's crate, this is the loot that you're looking for. Basically, loot crate's like a friend who knows they what you love and thing. sends you stuff every month, and it's awesome. You have until the 19th at 9pm Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate, and when that cutoff happens, that's it. It's over, Jackie. Yeah. So... Go to slash KF Games and enter code KF Games to save $3 on your new subscription. Today.
1: I like to think of you as my exclusive Funko Pop. Ooh. I want some Kylo Loren socks. Kylo Loren. Hello, it is I, <laughs> Kylo Loren. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Third topic How of the day. How are you enjoying your baguette? <laughs> third topic of the day. But it's got the little, the little guards at the end, yeah, the yeah. baguette. <laughs> third topic of the day Final Fantasy VII Remake. Now. There's a lot to talk about here, Greg. Cloud? Yeah, no. So, okay. The, we, so we saw a new trailer. Bigger because they have some new nice sword technology. Glare. It was good. It, looked, yeah. it was a pretty Here's sword. Hair's on point. Hair is definitely on point. So on point. So we saw a new trailer, which blew my mind, because I did not expect we'd see that. Then, afterwards, we get all this, um, way more news about this game than I think we expected to get now. Mm-hmm. Mainly, it's going to be more. Oh, did we get up. a release date? No, we did. Oh, oh, that's, that's the weird. one thing we'll never get.
1: Oh, do we get like new? Uh, do we get like a huge amount of new gameplay or something? Mm, what? Do we get like a ten minute He's gameplay clip? Oh, or something? No, 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 no. What do no. we get? Uh, must it's going to be broken
0: up. Uh huh. Into parts.
1: Oh, that sounds terrible. You love parts. We no. do. Okay. <laughs> so, what, what? are you guys' thoughts on this,
0: Colin? I'm sure you're thrilled. <laughs>
2: Someone on NeoGaf said uh, it's too good to be. It was too good to be true, and that was like one of the first comments I saw after that. After that, and I was like, yeah, that's a great way of putting it. A um the episodic thing is fucking nonsense. I don't care how they spin it, I don't care like what they say, it's fucking bullshit that they're doing that. Um and I don't believe in it for a minute. So I want I want I want to just say like I don't I don't believe in what they're doing with this. I don't care what they're doing with it. There's no excuse to break this game into pieces.
1: You're going conscientious objector. Yeah, absolutely. The episodic. Okay. It's it's not Final Fantasy How
2: do you know where you I don't even know where you begin with this. I'm not like a I'm not like in love with Final Fantasy 7 by any stretch of the imagination. I think it's a great game. I think it's an important game, but It's it's certainly not the best Final Fantasy game, but it is sacred in some way. Yeah. And I'm not quite sure what they think they're doing. You know, like that's almost the way I feel like, what are you doing? Like, what? Like, what are you doing? It's not an action RPG and it's not an episodic role playing game. And you're making a bunch of excuses about why you're doing this already. And it's a way for them to get the game out early and all that What's
1: I got some things. Yeah.
2: yeah, I remember that you really hate Final Fantasy VII. So.
1: We sat in a room uh, where I railed on Final Fantasy Seven for a very long time. So this is not coming from a Final Fantasy fan. But like you, it's the game that built the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I understand the importance of Final Fantasy Seven in people's lives. I don't mind some... I got excited as somebody who is not a fan of Final Fantasy Seven when I saw the sort of Kingdom Hearts Final Fantasy fifteen combat system added in. I think that's interesting. I'm interested to see where they go with that. As far as episodic, that just answers, that just makes so many things pop into my head. Whether I like the episodic or not, I have logistical questions. I have logistical questions about the last 20 hours of that game when all you do is fly around on the overworld and, and just tie up loose ends and breed chocobos and get your villa and do all your different little things that you do if this is episodic and the first episode is leaving Midgar, I go back to Midgar? Can I go back to Midgar at any time and finish things that I didn't do? Am I As I unlock new, new parts, do they all connect somehow on my hard drive and technically in, inside of my PlayStation and know that now I have the whole game and I can go back and do whatever I want? Or am I being ferried along in a linear fashion along the story points and different highlights of Final Fantasy VII? That's the scary thing. You know, if they release it episodically, but I get to go back and be free and the episodes are close enough together, my then my arguments are more sort of academic. But if it affects the sort of feeling of freedom and the and the ability to go around in the overworld and do whatever you want, that's a huge deal that breaks the game. How does that work
0: technically? See, I am completely on the other side of this, and I don't think that that's a surprise. Like if I want Final Fantasy seven, as it is, it's. This game does not ruin that game. Mm-hmm. That game is there. It is now on the PlayStation 4. You can buy it. You can enjoy it. And everything about it is great. This is a different experience in, for PlayStation 4, modern shit, all that stuff. Is it going to be more linear? Absolutely. Totally, it's going to be more linear. Is that a problem? I don't think so. It's going to be a linear experience that they're making, like that they're telling the story of Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. This, The game, I think, is going to be way less about the freedom and the openness and stuff. And yeah, the, the People that really love Final Seven to be upset about that, myself included. I get that, but it's like, give me something different. This is different. I love Kingdom Hearts. This looks like a way less floaty Kingdom Hearts, which I'm like, great. That's really cool. Looking at the battle system, it's very obvious that it's early Mm because like there's like a summon. Option. It's like there's no way you can summon that early in the game. So it's like there's that's just there for the fucking yeah. demos and shit. So it's like I, I want to see where they take it all. The episodic thing, it's like there's so many reasons why that sucks. Me personally, I'm into it. Do I want, I just want chunks of this over time. Does this mean we'll get this earlier? Yeah. Does it mean we'll get it soon? No. You know, I don't, I don't have these delusions that we're getting this game like this year anymore or like next year or whatever you know yeah but it's like i do think that we're, we'll get it earlier than we would have at least a taste of it do i think that we're going to get a, a demo of the at least the bombing mission when you buy Final fantasy 15 i do yeah i think that they're going to do that and i think that that's a smart idea to like square's been doing this in different ways like how many people bought Final fantasy type
1: zero or whatever the hell it was called for the 15, I demo. paid I paid sixty dollars for that Final Fantasy 15 demo, and I'm totally fine with that. But, but, see, but, that <laughs> like, but the people really, the,
0: the people that liked it really liked it. Yeah. The people that weren't going to like it, they didn't like it because guess what, they weren't going to like it anyways. Mm-hmm. So it's like I think that this it's a smart thing that Square is doing. Do we agree with it? Is it you know what we want as gamers? And oh, I want to spend sixty dollars on this experience, finish the game, whatever. That's just not how things are anymore. And it's like that sucks. But what I am thrilled about is you see that trailer and the story is there you see the characters and you're like holy shit yeah that's what that character should look like i, yeah. have no problem I look with at this study. and i'm like I remember when Adventure. should have been out. in
1: Oakleys from the beginning. No, yeah, it's true. He, he looks like good in those Oakleys. But like all the other characters, lockers. How old is Barrett? I was now? most no, impressed. No, they're <laughs> definitely Oakleys. <ugly. laughs> I was most
0: impressed looking at this trailer when it started. and I was like, oh my god, they're not showing Tifa. They're not like yeah. There's Sephiroth's not there. Like they're literally showing the beginning of the game, and it is shot for shot remake. Yeah, and it looks awesome.
1: Somebody on uh, somebody on YouTube cut them together. Yeah. side by side, and it was very very interesting. To I mean, watch. it's like when she kicks, yeah.
0: they kick. Like it is, and that is the thing. Where to me, I think the most important thing that people are glossing over is the fact that it's like, yeah, they're changing the game, but the the story, the, the Final Fantasy 7-ness of it is still there. The how, moments.
1: How many uh, micro payments do you think they're going to be in the Golden Saucer? there will be a ton. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. It's, like, it's a modern game, and it's
0: like, yeah. anyone that thinks otherwise, it's like, that's just, is it too good to be true? Yes. There's no way that would have happened, yeah. especially with Final Fantasy 15 and Kingdom Hearts coming out. Like, this is, the fact that this is happening is unbelievable, but it's like, it is. And the fact that we saw another trailer at PSX, it's really happening. The fact that they're talking about being split, should we into be parts, thinking of this they're
1: preparing us? Should we be thinking of this then more in the, more in, in terms of like a movie, more in terms of Hollywood movies, where it's like, well, you had your Batman, and now my kid has his Batman, mm. and we got to be okay with that. Is yeah. that all
2: right? No, I guess so. I, I, it's one of those. This is one of those things where I'm like, I wish you could just get rid of this announcement and never have it have it happen at all because it's, you know. I I was excited about it when it was announced, and just because I was like, I know how badly people want this. Final Fantasy VI is my favorite Final Fantasy game, and I know we're never really going to get probably a remake of that. I, you know, maybe we will one day. I but, think we will. But on like, it portable. makes me scared now because I think what they did with. Um, you know, with one and two on PSP, that was great. I mean, three finally getting like proper three on DS was a big deal. Four was, you know, the chibi kind of four. Look, or whatever it was cool, and and they did they they did it right. The four actually was like really hard too. It was it was a hard. It didn't look like it was gonna be a hard game, but it was way harder than you know the SNES version of the game, which was dumbed down. Mm-hmm. Um, so to get seven and to just see it kind of, it's gonna be bastardized in a way. And I think that that's I'm telling you, like that's gonna rub a lot of people the wrong way, man. I, I don't care like what they do to it. Uh, aesthetically, because I think that the game—I agree with you—like beat for beat, I think you know that's a really exciting moment. The way Final Fantasy VII opens with the bombing and stuff is 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 a really cool opening sequence on the train, and it's full of kind of uh, it's like a thriller, you know, mm, and you yeah. don't really know anyone, and Cloud's kind of like along for the ride, and you're meeting Barrett for the first time, and and it's it's you don't know who Sephiroth is, you don't really understand what Mako is or what they're doing to the, to, to the planet and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff and you know because there's a lot of environmental uh, Final Fantasy 7 is an environmentalist game yeah. Um, which is lost on a lot of people for some reason I'm like it is an absolutely a, a game it's about got, environmentalism got an environmental it's uh, message, because
0: of when you start getting into like the Advent Children when they start yeah. doing the compilation Final Fantasy 7 right. stuff it changed what Final Fantasy 7 was it, it like Cloud is not this emo gothic hot topic kid that doesn't talk you know, he was like this brash, cocky asshole that eventually learns that, like, he's not who he thinks he is and right. all that shit. And it's like, what I like about this is it looks like they're keeping true to that. Like, his design, it's advent-shouldered, but it's Final Fantasy the look, VII. The look, the look, I have no problem with the look.
2: Yeah. I, when I saw it, I was like, this looks fucking awesome. And I felt the same way about the trailer when we saw it, you know, with with Cloud walking through, you know, uh, Midgar, um, whatever sector they're in. And, and it's, it's what I have a problem with is, is what the gameplay looks like. And I also have a problem with who's working on the game. You know, like... And what they're already saying about it. CyberConnect is working on this game. I told people that months ago. And there was... You know, that rumor is old. And And I heard the rumor that the same people that other... That people wrote about it. And I was telling people that. And like that's a lot of people were like, that's not true. And I'm like, it is. Like, CyberConnect is working on the game. They're not a bad developer. They make Naruto. They worked on Dot .hack, which is a really beloved PS2 RPG series. And they're not bad. But what I'm concerned about is... There are two things. A, Square doesn't have the internal resources. They did not believe in this enough to do it internally. Which is a huge fucking problem for me. This should be a game that is treated with all the respect and care that it deserves, not necessarily for me, but for the millions of people that are going to buy it, that want a Final Fantasy game from the Final Fantasy team. And I understand that they might not want to do that. And I understand that they, they might even, with, with so much loyalty on that Square team in terms of how long a lot of those people have been there, they might not want to work on that game. And I understand that there's a lot of logistics about that. And at this but way, that's one, we want,
0: is that what the millions of people want? Do they want that from these people that have made these games that we don't want? Uh.
2: Well, a lot of the people that have made the games we don't want did make the games we do want. So, I mean, it's... it's I know, I know I, that's, I like, that's confusing. I know that's confusing. You following but, all
3: this? But, <laughs> but I'm talking
0: about time has passed. Sure. You know, they are not doing that But
2: anymore. But their Final Fantasy 15izing a game that is about active battle system. Like, I was excited to see gameplay when I sh- first started showing. I'm like, shit, it's going to be awesome. I want to see how the camera turns. I want to see, like, what the enemy models look like. I want to see, you, like... That's and that's still there, though. It is, but and, and it is going to have an active battle feel to it in terms of, like, it's not an, a pure action RPG. It's not ease or something like that where you're running around hacking and slashing. It's clearly not that. It's it menu looks based.
0: fun. But, well, so Final Fantasy VII is fun. No, I know totally, but here's my thing. It's like, okay, fine. So what we want is just a totally just up version of Final Fantasy VII. That is like just looking this way, and it's, it's like Final Fantasy 13 battle system style stuff, where lightning's just jumping around doing all this crazy fucking shit, and all you're doing is waiting your turn, X, waiting I think, your turn, X. I think, what they're, doubling, I think the what they're doubling, I think what they're doubling
1: down on, what they're doubling down on is when they released 15, that sort of look and the sort of the the combat system of 15 appealed to people outside of Final Fantasy fans. I think that's what they're doubling down on. I think. Final Fantasy VII is so beloved by Final Fantasy fans that they know that they have your money, they know that they have the money of the people out there, and now what they need to do is get a new generation of people to fall in love with Final Fantasy VII and care about it the same way that everybody in their you know late 20s, early 30s does. And the way you do that is you make it look like Final Fantasy XV, which a lot of people who don't like Final Fantasy went online and went like, oh... This is a Final Fantasy that I think looks interesting. I think I'll play this Final Fantasy. Mm -hmm. That's huge. That's a huge amount of the gaming market that they just don't have right now.
2: Yeah, well, 13 lost a lot of people, and rightfully so. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, I don't want to be too pessimistic about it because we really don't know what we're having yet. I'm just looking at all the tea leaves. The one major thing that Greg and I were talking about is Gamatsu put up a translated thing from Famitsu, where they were talking about, yeah, CyberConnect is working on this game in some respect. And they had alluded to, and I, I don't know if it's the translation or what we're talking about, but they alluded to maybe even other teams working on it. And the one major thing that they Secret said... Secret
1: teams. Teams you may not know. M- maybe, maybe not. like Dark teams.
2: So I'm, I'm, interpreting, <laughs> it two, I'm interpreting this as two things. Like, when you see when you see Santa Monica's logo on a Sony, on a Sony game, they didn't make the game. They didn't mm-hmm. work on the game. Unless it's a God of War game or Connecticut, they didn't make it. They right. produced it. And that's like... So... Everyone's like, well, they're just con- CyberConnect's just contributing to it. And I'm like, I'm not so sure that's true. What it sounds like to me is that they're making it and Square is producing it. And the one and we don't know if that's true or not. I do yeah. not know. That's what how I read into it. It but feels the, true. But the one thing that the one thing feels that is right. <laughs> truthiness. The one thing yeah. that that really concerned me is I think it was uh uh Katase or, or someone over there was like our vision like he basically said like our vision and cyberconnect's vision not the same.
3: That's why they recut the and, server, yeah, right?
2: and like and I'm like, that's a huge Fucking problem, mm-hmm. You know, like, why are you even letting a company that does not understand what you want make the game? So there's already all of these. And again, things are lost in translation from j- Japanese all the time. I've been covering Japanese games for a long time. We know that that happens. But from what I was reading, I come like, and, 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 you know, that's a very reliable site for Japanese news. And, you know, translations and all that kind of stuff. I was reading. And I'm like, fuck, man. Like, like this doesn't I, I, I want to be wrong about this because this is so important. This game is important. You know, Square has lost... As Square has become a more Western-oriented company, with you know Tomb Raider and Deus Ex and Hitman and all these games that they publish, they have lost a lot of their credibility with Japanese with the fans like me that have been playing their games for a very very long time for like twenty five years. And really, when they were SquareSoft, when they made some of the best games of all time, and so they need us back, and I think that to your point, that's maybe what they're aiming for. And Final Fantasy 15 looks great. We we played it at PAX East, and and I and I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um. And I'm optimistic about that game. I don't know when it's going to come out. I don't believe it's going to come out next year, but we'll see. Uh. I'm just concerned about. Don't fuck with. Don't fuck with it too much. Yeah. Because that's not what anyone wants. I, I'm sorry. Like I don't. I don't know any Final Fantasy 7 fan that's like I want you to remake Final Fantasy 7 in a game that is unrecognizable. But I mean, but yep.
0: that's the thing. You're talking about like literally just the the battle system. Like, cause so far that looks very recognizable besides the battle system. And even then, it's not like it's drastically different. Like when you look at the areas, like there's so much side-by-side comparisons where it's like not just the the scenarios they're in, but it's actually the environments where like they're fighting in that like the the circle with the fountain and it's like that's straight out of the pre rendered background but yeah. now it's an area you can explore yeah and they're adding stuff and in the original game when it, oh avalanche blows up an explosion and then it just cuts to then after the explosion now it's them lower craft style going through the rubble and stuff like they're just gonna make it they're just gonna add to the experience and like it, to me it's not unrecognizable it's a, it's I'll say this
1: they by doing this by saying that they're doing this by committing to this they are taking on a, what is probably going to be one of the most one of the hardest and most thankless jobs in the history of gaming. No matter they, what. Yeah, you were setting themselves up to lose. No, no matter, matter what, what it'll never do. be as good
3: as the original. Yeah.
1: And it's there's a tricky thing about remaking something, not as it was, but remaking it the way people remember it, which is a really scary thing to have yep. to do. Which is like, what gave you the feeling of Final Fantasy VII? What did you enjoy about it? And how do I make that enjoyable to you now? And it has to kind of be reinvented in a way. Because that game is, the game is old, and that game is like, look, we have CDs, look, we have 3D graphics, look, we have video, you know, and you can't double down on that. So what do you do? What do you change? Think How do you that's make it why exciting? I'm excited about it? Because yeah. I look
0: at it and it's like this is Final Fantasy VII for like what I not what I remember of it, but just like the feelings of it. It's like yeah, it's,
3: I know that the gameplay is different mm-hmm. and stuff,
0: but it's like we'll see. It looks good to me
3: as a non-final fantasy 7 fan, somebody who's tried multiple times on multiple platforms to get into it and just doesn't work. I'm excited easy. that it's different. Yeah. Like that makes that does make me want to play it. What that's the pro column of what's happening. Mm-hmm. The con column is the episodic structure being such a red flag for me. In the fact of number 1, I think it means that yeah, this gets it out earlier. They get it out faster, otherwise you'd be waiting forever for this game. But then keep in mind that like how many times is you know Square went out of their way to update the Final Fantasy 15 demo? You know what I mean? Like, what we're talking about right now is it's going to be under a fucking microscope. And I have a feeling every little thing that's said about it, they're going to think about, well, do we want to make episode two different? Do we want to change it? Then do we go back and update episode one? And, like, what happens when you're... It's going to get into this thing where it's going to be, you know... Here's episode one and then six months to a year, here's episode two, then eighteen months to you know then twenty. Like, yeah, they, oh, my you're God, never dude, gonna is, they're no, they're that never, that is Where scary. is the fucking finish of this game going <laughs> but to be? That's
1: what's scary, because that goes back to what Colin was saying is like don't fiddle too much, because what you're doing is you're if you do that, if you're depending on the on all this feedback and the episodic structure to let you know what to do with this game. You'll never get then it. Then not only do you have design by committee, but you're basically doing like the Pontiac Aztec of gaming, mm-hmm. right? Where everybody sits <laughs> in a room or the Homer, you know, yeah, like yeah, the Homer yeah, yeah. car, I where it's just like, horn I want eight here. horns and I yeah, want this and I want that. And it's just this design by committee where it's like, it will become nothing. It'll yeah. try to be everything to everyone and it'll wind up being yep, nothing yep. to no one because they, they just no voice, can't no stop vision. tweaking. Can't yeah, stop and, and,
2: tweaking. And this is the major concern is just, I want to believe in this. I just think that there's so many problems. What? what it, all right, CyberConnect's going to develop the game. They're a capable studio. They can, they can handle the game. Let them make their game and just release it when it's done. You know, like, the the whole thing of, like, the game's too big and all that. I'm like, Final Fantasy VII is not too big. I'm sorry. Like, I know Final Fantasy VII. It is not much bigger than its contemporaries. And mm-hmm. it's definitely not bigger than... Uh, than the Western role-playing games that we're getting, today. yeah, but not I mean, even a little bit. But, but to the level of detail hearts. that they're remaking in hearts, in these environment, if they were to go
0: forward and do that with all those other areas, it is bigger. It, there's the amount of things you're doing in it is bigger. If you were to add all the the voices to all of the the lines of dialogue that they're having, like it is, it's it, Tim. It's big, but uh, it's Final Fantasy VII is a big game, but it's not. It's not
2: an enormous Japanese role-playing game compared to like uh, it's just not. Like uh, like if they can voice Final Fantasy. Uh, fifteen. The way they're doing it, and they can do all that kind of stuff. Then they can certainly do it to Final Fantasy 7. I would even say that that, like, in some ways, a game like Final Fantasy VI is is in in some plot ways just as dense. You know, and 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 I will say that. Yeah, but you but, know, but I, I, they're not
0: remaking Six this way. But like, I
2: was gonna say that they're, no, they're not making remaking Six this way. But there is a cautionary tale at Six. They just released the the iOS and Android port of Six on Steam, and people and people are finally realizing what the fuck did you do?
4: Yeah, you know, like it was like a bad port. Like
2: it's like what did you do? And this was well, and, that was
0: the graphics. That's because they took the same game and just changed the graphics.
2: <laughs> but they changed they changed more than that. They changed you know some of the translation. They train they changed the the uh, the UI, which is awful. What awful UI in, in the battle, like just looking at the screenshots. So I, it's just a cautionary tale of, you know, you want to we want, we want something exciting. I want them to tweak and, and tinker with things and tell the story that they want. A lot of those guys worked on Final Fantasy VII, and they, and I'm sure that they want to go back and, and, uh, and change some things that they wish they can change. But you do not want to like reinvent the wheel with I this see. game. I think, I think if they, I think if they go too far in one direction, it's going to blow up in their faces. It's, this is, you know, I heard they're doing it so every character
1: that lived dies. And every character that dies lives. That is interesting. That would be that would be interesting. I just
2: I just think that they're starting, you know, for for a company that I really do believe has lost a lot of its its credibility in some ways, with the exception of a few examples in the last few years with with Japanese role playing game fans that were fans of them to begin with. I think that they recognize with Dragon Quest that they're going back to traditional Dragon Quest. They fucking made that perfectly clear after Dragon Quest ten, everyone was like, Why the fuck are you making an MMO out of Dragon Quest? They, you know, because they wanted to do what they did with Final Fantasy Eleven and Final Fantasy Fourteen, that was a mistake. They're making a traditional game. They gave us our, our Mousseau with with Omega Force and, K- and Tecmo Koei with Dragon Quest and they're treating that series now with a lot of care again and they've always treated that franchise with a lot of care. That franchise to them is actually I think even more important than Final Fantasy especially in their home country uh, and so I think they're starting to learn similar lessons with Final Fantasy with Final Fantasy fifteen, Reinvent but don't reinvent too much and make something that fans are going to want. This is something for this to be a game that is going to resonate with people it does have to find a new audience to Anthony's point but it also has to resonate with the people that loved it to begin with or it is not going to have um and I the think it they don't. and you. the episodic thing is a huge red flag, and we should be very yeah. concerned about it if they give us like the first 10 hours of the game and we have to wait two years for the next one and I would not put that past them you know that's a that's an issue for sure but but again it's all conjecture yep. I want more information I need more information I need square
0: in the west to Get talk to square f- on the phone no I need I need
2: square square needs to talk
0: yeah but you You know know, i'm happy they're talking like the fact that we're hearing this the fact that they showed the goddamn battle system that's a statement that's them saying that's i know you guys are talking is it going to be active time battle no it's not it's not here it is you know and they're talking it's going to be in parts we're putting that out there so it's like i'm shocked we're hearing this much because i thought it was going to be not until tgs next year we might see something so at least this means things are happening and again i want to make this really clear I'm being very optimistic about this. And I'm being I very pessimistic this. about it. So. I yeah. want this to be good. I want this to be all these things. I don't care. I know they're going to fuck it I'm up. A like, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, really, I'm a little I hungry. Just, I, I I just. I This, that this is one of those announcements. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I've waited for it forever. And I want to just believe that I'm going to get something. And so it's like I'm looking at it. I'm like, I'm going to look at the good in this. Because there's a yeah. lot of good. There's a lot of things they're doing right that's making me real happy that I thought they'd fuck up.
1: I mean, yeah. Right now we have we have two minutes. Choppy, choppy, clip, clip, clip. And all we can do is be glass half empty or glass, you know, glass half full about yeah. it, you know, and, and I'm uh, definitely glass half empty. About yeah. it, but
2: I, I but I don't I want to make clear that this is one of those things that I'm like, I, I it's like my uncharted for delay prediction. Like, I hope I'm totally wrong. I hope I'm fucking. Co- I hope they. Well, they got caught up
1: in a lot of paperwork, is why they had to. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's of-
2: so I, I, it's one of those things where, I, like, it's not. This is not something I wish. I want this game to fucking kill. I want this yeah. game. It's the same thing with Final Fantasy 15. I, I hope Final Fantasy 15 blows us away because we need it. Yeah. God it was Final yeah. Fantasy 13 a disappointment. I, I I want us to get exactly what we need from these guys. They can capture their mojo again and become the Square and Square Enix that we that we
0: know and love. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, going back to what you're talking about, about it not being that big or it being bigger or whatever. It's like Final Fantasy 13. Everyone made fun of it being just a hallway and it's, there was no towns you know and that was the no, thing it was So it was bad. a big game but it's all just straight and then like the open areas just 40 these huge, hours in these huge fucking planes you know what i mean of just like so just nothing in it and yeah. boring and 15 i mean again just looking at what it is it looks like that so that's why seven to me i'm like i think it was that big because seven is towns. towns 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 seven's big i mean i can I, seven's a big game my, my whole argument though is that
2: it is not like that's not a valid excuse To me, like, you know, that's just, it's just, it's not, it's not like, no one played Final Fantasy VII in 1997. I remember buying it. I bought my PS1 for it. I remember, I remember. And I remember playing it and being obsessed with a lot of role playing games on PS1. It was a great machine for them, Um, just like the SNES was. And I never, I didn't walk away from Final Fantasy VII being like, I walked away from it being, this what a great game. That was a great game, very memorable game. Yeah. I didn't walk away from being like, wow, that was fucking way bigger than every other game. Well, I know no. but games I mean, we games now get, though, but aren't we like get, that.
1: But we get big games all the time, man. Like if you want to go back to like an uncharted or a tomb raider or something like that, we get games with giant environment. just that just that Nathan Drake is hanging on a string, you know, like trying not to die in that in that E3 demo. And, like, that's huge. It's, like, miles of land that they're making. Like, games are huge. Yeah. And if you're if you're just saying, like, hey, we have to release it in an episode because games are big. That's the, like, what they're saying, like, right? I mean, that that's what they're saying. I, I see what Colin's saying where it's, like, that just doesn't ring true to me. But I'm talking about the level. It's, like, when big...
0: Where you, Getting into the weeds about the meaning of big, because I'm saying thirteen was big. Thirteen had these big planes. Modern Mm. role playing games now have these big areas. Yeah, Fantasy VII seven has detailed
1: areas. It has dense towns, like it does. It has dense environments, but it has a lot of like empty space on that map too. Like I just don't think it's. I'm just saying when you you can't just be like it's episodic because it's big. I think it's episodic because. We're square because we take a super long time to do things because we don't really have a strategy for this yet. I think there are actual nuts and bolts reasons for why this is episodic other than it's big. No, I for think sure. it's big is a fine reason, but it's not the whole picture. And I'm totally with
0: that. And that's me being optimistic yeah. about this. I look at this. I'm like, all right, they're learning from Final Fantasy 15. They're learning from not being able to fucking go back and change shit. I'm hoping this is not true, but I'm hoping. And they're like, we need to just do the episode deusque shit of just Final Fantasy 7 part one, part two, part th- up to seven who gives, gives a shit just like this needs to be reliable and yeah. we need to just put I, it out and move on. The
2: <laughs> one thing I will say as we close this out is it, this topic out is I I'm not convinced this is going to come out as an episodic release. Like I think I think they're going to see the feedback. And be like, We can't do this like like, uh, you know, like we can't I haven't seen yeah. one person think this is, like, until we're talking now, I, and I don't think you even think it's a good idea. I think I haven't you're, seen I a, think you're one,
1: devil's advocating yeah. it. I yeah, think I, you are
2: I, 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 have I haven't seen one, one I'm person say personally this Personally, for idea. the way I
0: play games, I'm totally down for this. Yeah. I'm totally down to get Final Fantasy VII. My biggest problem is the having to wait between releases yeah, thing. Oh my God, like, if and if they And you wait give forever. Me, but if they give me a calendar where it's like, you'll get 10-hour experiences every six months, I know that's not going to happen. and I'm like, I'm down for that. That sounds cool to me. You will be Keep queeth- me excited.
1: It's like Smash your Bros. GameStop pre-order for Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Episode 96 you to your to grandson. grandson. Yeah, I, I think I put five dollars down. <laughs> it's one of those things. 2015, where <laughs> and all this
2: is yours. I, I think it's one of those <laughs> things where I don't think there's a good chance, but I think there's a, a chance that they're going to go back and be like, "We can't." Like they're probably talking about it now. They're being like, "Man, this is a big deal, and it's not, and people are not happy about this, and maybe we should just disappear for a little while and like just finish it." And release it when it's ready.
1: You have to disappear. Just the entire Square office is empty what the tomorrow, fuck is like going they all at? disappeared.
3: Like, it's, 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 it's like it's like a, that Julian Moore squ- movie. They like, yeah. peel the wallpaper back, and yeah. there's like a Square
2: logo. Square was never here. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, need, they need they need to more, learn more lessons. If, if Final Fantasy 15 comes out next year, which it's it's apparently going to, uh, that game was announced 10 years before it came out. Kingdom Hearts 3. God knows when you're going to see that fucking game. So Goofy says this year. He said that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's just they need to like they Something need to just learn that, that it's just thing. like like announce don't announce your games too early or just announce them and disappear for a little while. I mean it's 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 the way we used to do things. I don't think we should do them anymore like that. I think we should announce games way closer to launch. Um, but I understand me. bless you, I understand why people are excited. But there's a lot of there's a, so many red flags and it's it's it is. It goes back to that comment I saw on Neil Gaff. I'm like yeah, too good to be true. You know, but
0: hopefully I'm well. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully. So we had to take a break. And
2: because. while we
3: did it, Anthony Carboni turned into Portillo.
0: Look at those ears. He has better ears than he used to have. Oh, my God. I call him all-terrain Portillo sometimes. Mm, Sometimes. It makes sense when he's on tables and shit. So, Anthony left. He had to go. So, uh, if you like him, go to patreon.com slash acarbony. Go check out his shiznit. As always, this last topic brought to you by the Kind of Funny forums. Go over there. Kindoffunny.com slash topic. Leave your topic. We'll get to them. Just like my boy, Trevor Starkey, did. He says, hey, guys, now that Minecraft's on the Wii U, do you think that it'll move Wii U systems? No. No. I don't either. But I do think it's interesting that Nintendo made a big deal. that Oh, we have an announcement. Not the biggest deal, but they're like oh we have something big coming on Monday. And then it was just, it was Minecraft. What I was talking and about. I was shocked it, that it wasn't there already. I thought it, it has was. to be
3: some kind of deal, right? That the reason this is happening is because they can port it then easier to NX and it can be an NX launch title too and just be there. Hmm. That's my well, my What's why. What's weird is, so it came
0: out, and at least as of right now, you can't do management and stuff with the gamepad. It's just a
3: screen. Exactly. So It's like, eh. Exactly. They, they said they're going to add it, though. Okay. We'll see. I'm sure they will. Not, they've said something, but it seems like it was timed with something.
0: Mm. So then, Wolf8047 says, what prequel games would you
3: love to be made? Ugh. Prequels. Give me a prequel to Infamous. Where I just play Cole and he's just a bike messenger. And it's just a Paperboy clone. And it's on Vita. Dumb. What if Paperboy was? On Vita?
0: No, the prequel to Infamous. The Paperboy is. Bwah, <laughs> the, prequel, <laughs> the prequel that I always wanted back in the day. That I, I don't think I'd want so much now. But definitely when when the time was right. I would have loved a Final Fantasy X prequel. That was the pilgrimage of Jekt, Auron, and um, Nina's dad. I don't remember what the fuck his name was but them doing the the same thing mm, yeah. And the, the original story that they keep alluding to and stuff. I always thought that would have been pretty cool.
3: I don't know. Um I, it's something, that's something I think about, right? I don't really think about prequels. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, there are series
2: that are really good about filling in timelines like Castlevania where there's no need because mm-hmm. um, there's just so much there's so much story. Um I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Would I really you, to, I don't want to give a bad answer, so I'd rather just not say anything at all, okay. you
3: know. How would you feel if I soldier you we're gonna do an Uncharted game that's just Young Drake?
0: Nah, okay,
3: I wouldn't be happy with that. My what least
0: if, favorite part of Uncharted Three, <laughs> really.
2: I think it's an awesome. What? That's crazy. Yeah, but that's I mean, crazy. But that, that's what
3: makes it special is that you only do that once. Okay. Do not, do not what worry. about what? Now that I've said Infamous, what if you did play as uh, alternate? What if you played as Kessler and it was Kessler's story? That could be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, and we could even start it at you know a different point where we're just playing. I'm mm-hmm. sure I have
2: an answer that's good, but I just can't think of it right now.
0: Okay. Um, Brash Candipoot says, Christmas season is upon us, and it gave me an idea for a topic for you guys. What's the greatest gift gaming has ever given you? Cherished moment, relationship, etc. A girl from college invited me over to play Guitar Hero 3. She's now my wife of almost five years and mother of my two children. Yeah. Thank you, Guitar Hero. Happy holidays to the whole kind of funny crew.
3: Happy holidays to you, Brash Candipoot. I hope they started playing good like strip guitar hero. Mm. You know what I mean? Oh my favorite game. Yeah. Yeah. That was
0: Guitar Hero Four. I think the one that I had the strip option. I didn't know this existed. I'm, I'm just I'm fine okay. Um, I was like, "Damn!" My favorite, my favorite Christmas gaming gift is Prince of Persia: Warrior Within, because mm. I was not old enough to buy the game because it was rated M for mature, right? And I was not mature T for teen at the time. Gotcha. And um, I didn't think I was going to get it, but Kevin's sister got it for me. One of the few. Positive things that she's that ever that done. Creature has brought into my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thank her for that, and that alone.
3: Wow, that's yeah. harsh. Uh, so yeah, Christmas games. I mean, like was things that pop out. I've talked that wasn't about, the question. Well, that's how he just took it though. Okay. So I'm wondering if that's not okay. Well, that's I mean,
0: I like I like I that it idea that way but, because yeah. I feel like the obviously, like oh, our jobs and right, our right, careers right, right. is yeah, the yeah. answer to the other sure. Stuff. Okay, yeah. So all right.
2: So I mean,
3: yeah, the one I've talked about before, and I'll say again is Royal Rumble and the Sega Genesis. And then my cat barfed on it, but yeah. Sega Genesis had those like, nice you know, cases and didn't have to worry about it. And then, of course, my N64, because my N64 was hidden like Little Red Ryder BB gun style, where I was like, so clear I was going to get an N64 for Christmas that year, and then you finished all your presents and you didn't get it. And my parents sent me downstairs or something, and on the way back up, you saw it on the hall tree, I was like, yeah, good call, Mom and Dad. And it was that, it was that fat Sam's Club bundle. Ooh. So it had the system and Mario and another controller and all that stuff bundled right yeah. there. Cool. Uh,
2: Mega Man 3, I got for Christmas. Uh, Link to the Past, I got for Christmas. Um, those are the two big ones from when I was a kid that I was like super, super excited about.
0: So I would say those. Yeah. yeah. Good answers. Good answers. It's like Family Feud. Um, Let's <laughs> see the board. Hamudo 7 says Hi, guys. What superhero, besides Superman, Greg, would make a great video game? And what do you think of a beat em up Justice League game like Castle Crashers? I think it'd be cool. I think that would be cool, too. Yeah. I wish that there was more little things like that going on. I wish that. I mean, like, that's
3: the thing is every so often they loan the license out and they do something like scribble knots, D.C. scribble knots. Like, that's a fucking great idea. Why don't you do more goofy shit like that? You know what I mean? Um, Well, you said that and it springs to mind the thing I've been pitching forever, which now has gone in two radically different directions, which I imagine means it'll never come back to my direction. But an Invincible Telltale game would have been awesome because Invincible has the exact same problems Superman has. But in a Telltale game, would be fine. But then we put Batman in there, which is interesting because Batman's been done well the other way. So yeah, um, that would be good. You know, you always want a Green Lantern game, but then you're like, well, it just doesn't work because it's never. I, you, this guy can imagine anything, and so yeah. all I can imagine is a hammer or a fucking jet plane. I'm like mm-hmm. oh, that sucks. Uh, Flash could be cool, but it, but it would be it's a similar thing of like. How do you mix in a meter that slows down time when in reality he should be able to slow down time anytime? But it's focus. It does. It, it does take focus. Yeah, I can't really think of any like Spider Man's.
0: Oh, Iron Man. Iron Man could be a really cool game.
3: Yeah, they if took they, a lot of shits shit, shits on it trying to. But. Yeah, I think they could. It could be there.
0: Yeah, it could be there. Yeah. Iron Man. Iron Man. Iron Man.
3: Okay, Iron Man. Mm.
0: Uh, Zed says hi guys long time first time starcraft 2 into the void is out in the world and no mention in the games cast what are your thoughts on the game i was hoping that carboni would still be here for this because he might have something to say our thoughts are we don't play those games yeah, so that's so why we're not talk about, about them those
3: games. yeah not no disrespect yeah, exactly. yeah people starcraft, love sean
0: finnegan is like super jazz jizzing everywhere that's what happens like the like the star wars music mm-hmm. okay do you know what's called jizz is that was that this show no that was a different, no, show. Was a different show that's uh, a that's a look in the future here. time yeah. is broken Sabi says hey coolest dudes in video games hey I was wondering if Colin ever continued playing Persona 4 Golden and if he plans to play Persona 5 also I want to know if Tim had any interest in playing a Persona game love the show and thanks for being some of the best friends in the world
2: no I never got back to it and I I'd like to play Persona 5 but it's it's not going to be a priority to me unless I, I I would like to play 4 first I'd mm-hmm. feel like a poser if I didn't just jumped into 5 so I know
0: they're not interconnected but I'm very interested in it uh 4 <laughs> is one of those things where it's just like I just don't I feel like it's too much time to invest into something. I feel like it's too late to invest at this point. Five, definitely interesting giving it a shot. It's not like too late weird. to invest in four. I think it Just is. Just to say. I think it is. I don't think
3: it is. You have that Vita. I know. You have Sexy Nathan Drake. Right? I still I haven't beaten, uh, Drake's whatever the fuck. It's Golden Abyss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drake's Golden Abyss. Drake's Golden Abyss. Drake's Coffee Cake.
0: Yeah. Murder of Birds. Oh, my God, dude. Calm down. That's, that's, a, that's a,
2: a group of birds is a murder.
3: Well, I learned something today. Really? Thank yeah. you,
0: Colin, for teaching me. That's weird as shit. Greetings, Tim, Colin, and Greg. I started playing the first Wild Arms games for, for the first time, having only played the sequel during my childhood, when I noticed that the currency for the game is called Gela. Gella, Gela, yeah.
3: Gella. I'm jela
0: And this got me thinking. Amongst the three of you, how many different forms of currency oh. can you remember across all video games? I'm
2: too tired for this question. I don't know if I can answer this question right now. Guild, rupees, gold rupees,
0: rupees gold uh, coins in mario rings in sonic yeah dollars kingdom hearts has money with a u and M- simoleons U-N-N-Y. from sims um i i could
2: i would love to jump down this rabbit hole but i i can't yeah credits blood um,
3: the red
0: orbs in devil may cry
3: souls and soul sacrifice delta uh,
0: bells in animal crossing
3: yeah that's a good one that's really uh, good one. it's a
0: good question it's
2: it a is. great question it is, but i I don't Silver. have the I don't have the mental capacity right now.
3: The di- I got to dig too deep. What's mm. that made up Italian money they used in Assassin's Creed? Two, mm, I don't know. Poop money. Pokemon has that poop weird money. thing. That was it. All right. Ezio, you got more of that poop money. I
0: don't know if it's just poke money, but it's like that weird like pee looking sign. Mm. I don't know what the fuck that is. Maybe dollars. Thing. Um. All right. Zeke Meister says, "What are your first impressions on Far Cry Primal?" From what I've been seeing, it has been getting very mixed reactions. And while I understand that taking guns out of Far Cry is something we never thought we'd see, it still seems like a very cool concept, and it will be made with Ubisoft's brilliant engine. I think people need to give it a chance. I think it looks cool.
3: I'm going to give it a chance. I think what I've seen looks interesting, yeah. I, the They're not being guns hasn't had me hung up. The fact that I haven't played it is like, mm, all right, I just keep seeing trailers for them. I'm like, yeah, all right.
0: Yeah, there we are. Yeah. The other question that we keep getting... Over and over and over is update on the Kojima Konami conspiracies and stuff. Sure, I feel like we've talked about that a lot. Right, I want we to talked it, about that on PS I Love You. I it. want to give it a little bit more. Okay, cool. Check out PS I Love You episode thirteen.
3: Yeah, oh, Baker's dozen.
0: Yeah, that's right, Baker's dozen. Yes, um, check it out. And they talk about it there. I want to wait a little bit. We'll revisit that at some point. I'm sure
3: with a special guest, Hideo Kojima.
0: <laughs>
3: we can only hope
0: that'd be fucking amazing. I get people's hopes up, Greg. Yeah. All right, that topic. Brought to you by Loot Crate's new thing called Level Up. Level Up is a monthly mystery apparel subscription from Loot Crate. You can get two different pairs of high quality socks, one to two fashionable accessories, or a wearable item like a long sleeve shirt or lounge pants. Same themes as Loot Crate every month and it serves as a great companion to your loot because there's no repeats. Each month's theme is inspired by all your favorite pop culture brands like Star Wars, Doctor Who, and Fallout 4 and often contain high quality exclusives. Go to LootCrate.com slash KFGPromo to learn more. Use code KFGPromo to save 10%. This month's theme is Galaxy with Star Wars items perfect for Jedi, Padawans, Rebels, serious fans of Star Wars alike. Again, that's KFGPromo. It's a new one for you guys. All one word? All one word. Okay. KFG promo. Gotcha. LukeCrit.com slash KFG promo. Promo code KFG promo. Jack. Jack. That's it. It's over. (laughs) I love Jack. Thank you guys for joining us this week. Thank you guys for being here. Thank Thank you, you. Anthony Carboni and Portillo Carboni. Kevin, do me a
3: solid. Uh, Will you put in, I want it to look like in Star Wars. Give me a ghost of Anthony Carboni right here, please. (laughs) Force ghost. Thank you.
0: We'll see you next week. I love you. Thank you.